Uh, today on Mob Rules, we're going to talk about uh, technology and uh, and how we can use it to better ourselves as gamers. I mean, it's kind of dry, but sure. Yeah. We're still getting the hang of that. We'll get it there. You know what? Somebody said they they don't like the new intro. And no, I, no. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it, it has this, a, this this song gets me pumped. It has a literal wah in it. Yeah. Like before, they were like, "You guys talk over the wah," so we we edited the song. Well, stole a different song to use, which has a more definite wah, and they're like, "We don't like that anymore." I just this song makes me pumped to do the show. It makes me excited. Yeah. In a sexual way. Well, I, can, I can tell. Can you get that yeah. off my leg? <laughs> so That's we got no to... leg. <laughs> I, said, I said get it off my leg. Not. <laughs> uh, welcome to Mob Rules. Uh, I am John, joined as always now by Dave and Danny. Danny. What up? Hard, hard Danny over yeah. <laughs> over royalty-free music. Oh, mm, mm. So good. I, yeah, the savings just really crank me up. <laughs> and we're here uh, for episode 77 yeah. of Mob Rules today. We're going to be talking a little bit about technology and wargaming and something I'm super hyped for. Oh. Harlequins! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, what a great... Yeah, thank that you That was great. That. You should... Uh... Like, I'm turning this up because I'm literally extremely hyped. Oh man, I mean, I remember talking about this with you, Danny, when like it was gonna be like the next codex released, and I'm like, I think we'll just splash some Harlequins in, and now I'm like, I want an entire fucking army of these things now. Yeah, who doesn't love murder clowns? Yeah, we'll eh, stop that. That's enough of that. We'll get everybody. Back I was ready to drink and do some polka. Yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna get back into that sound effect a lot <laughs> later on there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. But uh, Danny, what what have you been up to since we last uh, recorded? Because so yeah. a lot, right? I mean, yeah. Like, so we've been, uh, uh, we had our states competition, which was kind of yeah, a big like, deal. yeah. Like you won that, right? Five round GT. <laughs> we started pulling him down to our level, Dave. Right. He yes. doesn't bring us up. I don't know we what happened. Him down. Uh, I did pretty good. Um, I went. I only lost to the eventual tournament winner uh, in round three, uh, and then I won uh, all of my other games. Uh, even though that some of them were very close, I had some really awesome games. Uh, God, what a, what a great what a great event! I'm really excited for next year. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. more excited for our upcoming large event, like local event, Battles on Earth. Our our, oh, our yeah. grand tournament, right? Yeah, We're yeah. So it was a uh, we just had a five round, forty two person grand tournament, um, mm-hmm. a tier one cards and games. Uh, we're gearing up for a sixty person major event at the end of September. Mm, should be awesome. awesome. I have a shitload of tables to help build. <laughs> Until then, but I'm <laughs> very, very high for it. I put up, and this is going to really kind of show how much homegrown local support because we haven't announced really anything. We talked to a couple of people, said we were thinking about doing a major, mm-hmm. uh, but this is literally the first place I've announced that it's going to be a, a six round, 60 person major IDC tournament that we're I running. can't wait to get my butt kicked in that. <clears throat> I think it really goes to show how I'm viewed by the community that what I decide to do is I post a picture on our little uh, community group. And it's a picture. It's called Ursa is like the the name of the convention. So I posted a picture of the constellation of Ursa Major because, you know, it's an Ursa yeah. Major now. And I'm right. like, yeah, that's yeah. really clever. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, smart. Yeah. And, and everyone, all the replies are, is this your new narrative campaign? Oh, what is this kind of thing? I'm like, ah. Oh. So far removed from that part of the community. So... 
But no, yeah, sorry, Diane. <laughs> I'm very hyped for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Um, no, John, I'm I'm really glad that we got to talk a little bit about our side. I am. Yeah, I can't I can't express oh, we, enough. We will be talking about more about it. I'm sure. Yeah, in yeah, the coming months. Out. But uh, um, so other than that, I've been building models because I wanted to switch. I've been playing demons all year uh, and like chaos in general. So I wanted to play something different. Um, so I built a I built some extra murder clowns that I had lying around. So I got to play a game with the new codex. Hooray! And then oh, I wait, also wait, I have something for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm waiting. No, take some time. Take your time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey there, there it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun. Uh, ooh. I'm, dan- I'm, da- I, I, I'm dancing right now. You can't see it, but I'm just I'm dancing so hard. Just imagine. I every- wish I wasn't seeing it. Just, just imagine every time that Danny or I mention Harlequins, this music is literally playing through our head, and it's amazing. Uh, okay. And then uh, and then I've also been building some Imperial models, and I've gotten a couple of games in with those. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, who pulled out the old soundboard? <laughs> God, what was that? <laughs> it's the best edit to the best movie ever. <laughs> God, Jesus, <sighs> we're off the rails. All right, yep, yep. You I'm, know what? I'm done. Good. I don't even want to talk so, anymore. So, 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 I mean, for for the comments and concerns we got, I mean, thank you for all of the feedback we got from the last episode. But for those who were worried that we were going to go ultra competitive <laughs> gameplay based podcast talking about <laughs> Age of Sigmar. Uh, no, or you know, no. yeah, it's still dick jokes and, and very barely literate lore. So, so we we went ahead and took the uh, the advice of the community and uh, wrote it all down and weighed whether or not changing the format would be good or not, or whether or not it would kill us all. And well, we went ahead and changed the format anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, fuck it, I'm gonna take the shit down with me. If that's how it's gonna be. Uh, um, Dave, what so, you uh, yeah, what'd God. you get up to? Uh, well, uh, I uh, decided to uh, pick up some aggressors for Death Watch because uh, uh, Death Watch are sexy. Oh my god, they're so good. Uh, the, the ability to deep strike some aggressors in the backfield and just have it soak up fire from a bunch of Dark Angel or Dark Eldar would, is probably really, really awesome. I mean, they probably do stuff like ignore your Laz cannons or anything like that, you know, so you get a chance to actually do major yeah, shooting like with the real stuff. Five up and vulnerable save that the Dark Elder player always seems to be able to make. Yeah. But, you know, when you're punching them to death with aggressors, you just got to drop them right in their face. And being mm-hmm. able to deep strike Primaris on the backside, that's what, if that was in the Space Marine Codex to start with, uh, by the way, Primaris deep striking aggressors in the backside is not the name of the new Warhammer <laughs> Adventures book. <laughs> They're kid friendly. Uh, it's, I mean, I'd read that book. I'd read that book. If we could get Chris Wright to write Deep Striking Aggressors in the Backside, that's... Oh my, uh, if I could like legitimately have any Black Library author write really shitty romantic fiction based on 40K, I would purchase all of those. Yeah. Oh, in a heartbeat. In, in a heartbeat. Lord Inquisitor yeah. Spinoza <laughs> sat back and watched the aggressors deep struck into the backside. Mm. And it was a dark millennium. <laughs> Heresy, he said seductively. Uh... Yeah, so I did that. I picked. Uh, I tried to buy some boxes of that, but somebody beat me to it. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I no, you're yeah. not. Horrible, <laughs> competitive, Danny. <laughs> I bought four boxes of aggressors this last week, and like Dave's, like, oh man, I'm gonna go down to the shop and buy some. He sends me a. He's. Yeah, I think he sent me a message about it, and I'm like, yeah. Oh. So they may not have any. <laughs> I, I was literally in my truck on my lunch break, getting ready to go to Tier One and buy some aggressors because I was like, this is oh, gonna be a good idea. The worst feeling in the world is when you're like I'm gonna go buy this model and you're driving there and you see someone else like I just bought this model and you're like you <laughs> son of a bitch now I have to was, order it I have to wait four days 
Dude, he uh, sent me a picture of him like holding the boxes like it was like they were hundies. <laughs> and then the best thing is, is like two months later when they're finally like, yeah, I finally assembled this thing. Guess it's okay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> I wanted that. <laughs> so I, so instead I painted my baby knight, um, which I don't yeah, want to ever paint that. any more of those. That's... So I tried to reply sarcastically on the Mob Rules page, but apparently on my iPad, I can only do that as Mob Rules. And that seems a little too self-serving <laughs> to reply to ourselves as ourselves. Yeah, seems kind of meta. Um, but no, I was just like, why Why'd you let the washes pool on that top? <laughs> you, you must not have seen the finished version, not a pooled wash anywhere, except for on the base. I think I'm just going to like, just do a big pool I think of wash. All, and have of your models, it yeah. all of your models need at least one area of overly pooled wash. Just saying, you got everyone's got to have a signature. Style. If you can just go ahead and paint like a big uh, orange circle around that part, so I don't have to look Ooh. for it, that would really help me. Out. <laughs> In every picture from now on, it's just going to be an MS paint, like spray paint circle. Um, I also. Uh, I got involved in a uh, another Twitter challenge. Uh, anybody that listens to the show knows that I love a good Twitter challenge. And I actually started this one, mm-hmm. um, not realizing it was going to be as big as it was. The uh, the five-color challenge. Sending your dick in people's private message inbox is not a challenge. It's generally <laughs> it is to nodding. Me, yeah. <laughs> you know how hard it was to get past Danny's encryption to get that in there? That was difficult. Uh, no, hard being the operative word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Five cock challenge. <laughs> so many penis jokes this episode. So far. Oh, like, man. Uh, so much for monetization this episode. <laughs> oh, man. That's the. That's gone away. Like, I, I have one for the sailor. They got my dick message. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How did you get that? It's so pertinent. Oh, God. Oh, I have like six more sound effects to go. Oh, I can't wait. I know. That All right. was one of the eight sound effects you have? <laughs> what? It's so... That's so specific. Wait, wait, wait. How did he... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. So, yeah, what it was. So five color challenges started off with me challenging a, a commission painter in the UK who is who I'm friends with who uh, has had it's been having trouble like painting his own stuff and I'm trying to get him you know out of his head if yeah you will. yeah because uh, sometimes you do get into that yeah. kind of zone where you're like well like fuck I can't paint this right and so uh, we we settled on the uh, the easy to build aggressor or aggressor no intercessor <laughs> intercessor the easy build intercessor that you can either get in the three man box or uh, the model that was on the uh, the magazine when GW did eight. Oh, okay um, and then we chose five colors black white red uh, yellow and silver and those were the only colors you allowed to use when you opened a pot of paint to paint with you had to continue just using that pot you couldn't switch to a different shade of you can you couldn't use corn red and mephiston red you know oh I see okay so you you were stuck with whatever you chose to start with uh, and you know, I posted today, hey, we're going to do this challenge. And the next thing I you know, Nick Baton at GW is like, that sounds like fun. I've got one of those models. I'm in and posted a picture the next day. He was like, I finished. And I was like, like, no, I haven't even base coded my model yet. Man, it looks super good too. <laughs> you were meant to encourage us all, not yeah. cause us all to quit further. <laughs> uh, but because Nick joined, you like the chosen one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I for a little while I was the only person from the U.S. So I sent a model off to uh, one of our listeners, actually, who, who I interact with regularly, Chris, uh, sure, to paint yeah. up. And uh, so he, so that, you know, hopefully U.S. could take this. 
uh, and he did this awesome checkerboard pattern with some flames. And then some, another guy in the U.S. did the like the exact same thing, but took it like eight steps further. It was like, watch this. Boom, roasted. And I was like, wow, U.S. sucks in this challenge. <laughs> the real winners were everybody who saw. That's hmm. right. That's right. Well, to be fair, though, your flush terror that you did paint really was good. really, really yeah, good. It was super good. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty damn happy about it. The, 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 I'm very proud of you right now. So, so what I think would be a really cool challenge for you to do would be like a rainbow challenge where you have like each color of the rainbow and you have to use that on the model. So seven different colors. But you have hmm. to use every color? And you have to use Ooh. every color I mean, on the model. Officially, I yeah, used that. every color on the model. Right. But... But but visibly used yeah. every but like be. it's a little bit harder when you have like all those different colors you have to use yeah yeah and like make a rule you can't mix them together to like make yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. or something yeah. well the the end result of the five color challenge is uh, I ripped my inbox the uh, so many people have said dick pics. dude yeah. They, so many people have said what are you doing the next one what's the next one uh, we got a guy that's like do orcs next and I'm like <sighs> I saw that I think I do have a boy somewhere five, I, I almost guarantee it I five think- color orcs. <laughs> If I if I give you like a box of burner boys and I just have you assemble them and paint them in five colors and give them back, that would be great. Yeah, I can't see me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge, Dave. Right. Yeah, you're gonna have to get more it's people. The five on the model inter- challenge. Yeah, it's, it's the, the uh, it's the twenty paint, model burner boys challenge. It's it's paint paint five <laughs> models for a friend, and I will <laughs> supply every model. We we do that but every not Christmas. The, the secret no, Santa no, thing. No. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the paint true. models for friends. Yeah, which was super good. Which I hope we do yeah, again this year. I really do too. Anyway, uh, GW might use that for one of their uh, Facebook challenges. They do oh. their painting challenge every month. Oh, look oh, at you there! You're look at that there again, man. Yeah, trying I'm pretty to big. leave us for GW. You're no, like, I can't move over there. My wife can't get a job over there. I need money because she's much. a woman. The UK is a like progressive place, Dave. No, they just don't have nonprofits over there. What? Wait, no, they, I'm pretty sure that's not right. Nope, yeah. it is. It's totally true. Fact. I mean, unless somebody from the UK listens and tells me wrong. I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure I'm from the UK. This is going to be on the internet. Oh, wait, I don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, no, so, uh, no. You won't even hear this <laughs> no. on Friday. I literally, it makes editing really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you just randomly cut parts out. That explains the last one where I was like, you're going to want to edit this out. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to totally edit this out. And then five and then, seconds of dead air immediately afterwards. <laughs> hey, it worked. I edited it out. <laughs> No, generally, I'm very uh, high-tech. I write down what time the breaks are, and then yeah. I cut out our background track. <laughs> it's super good. It's uh, it's solid stuff. So uh, what have you been up to? So me, I... Um, oh, man, I've been trying to hone my Eldar in, or my Eldari. And I like I had my list, and then, Danny, you yelled at... Well, not yell at me, but the internet yelled. <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm like, here, man, what do you think of this list? What do you think of this list? What do you think of this list? And you're like, just fucking play a game with one. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah... Yeah, so I, I kind of. Um, what about this one instead? Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think the funny thing is, I was, I was, I was like, you're right. I should just play a game with it and kind of go from there. And then Danny shows me like a whole bunch of cool rules for Harlequins and stuff like that. I'm like, you asshole! You can't give me shit for like theory crafting. Then show me a bunch of new cool stuff. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, I I was there for it. But I was pretty excited. It was awesome. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, <laughs> the few thousand people who listen to this aren't part of our group chat. Yeah. No, no, and if you are, creepers. I don't think Fucking anybody. Creepers. You know what? Good for you, though. Like, yeah, I'm, good for I'm, you. I'm happy that you were able to participate in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, so I, I got my elder list down and it's pretty much the same one I've been talking about for a while. We're kind of like splashing in just some little uh, Harlequins. And uh, so I have like this solitaire, a <laughs> couple of death jesters, my shadow seer. Um, and it's just. I'm excited to see how it does, and I think I talked to you, Danny, about like a couple of little tactics I want to do. Like, I just want to uh-huh. suicide a solitaire into something. Oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah, like teleport him across the table, turn one, 
and I would just charge him into a unit, uh, give him a thing, and I want to charge him into the biggest unit that's there, and have him have like the uh, the 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 suit of like the mirror knife suit. So if you oh, roll, man, a I can't hold on a second. I can't get it talking about Harlequins without that music. You're gonna have to turn that <laughs> so, back on. Yeah, okay. Uh, so like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so he has like the mirror knife suit. So oh, yeah, when, whenever, great. whenever you like, you roll a one to hit him. That's the technical term, right? The yeah. mirror knife suit. Oh, fuck, I forget the name. It's like right in front of me. Too. Yeah, no, that's like that's literally what it's, it's literally is like the suit of uh, mirror knives. But the rule is like when you roll a one to hit him in the fight phase, you get a wound to, to your unit. On and a two plus, he causes a mortal. On a, wound. Oh, sorry, yeah, on a two plus, he causes a mortal wound. So that doesn't specify whether that's rolls or re-rolls. So if they roll one and then they have a shitty character beside them that lets them re-roll, and they re-roll into one, that's two mortal wounds. It's called the suit of hidden knives. Suit of hidden knives. Yeah, but if you already rolled a one and you know you're going to take a wound already because of it, why would you re-roll the dice? It's kind of like the, the the time that I just didn't attack Because you know you're going to take a wound anyway, you, so you might as well try and hit. You actually have to do that by the rules. Like, you can't choose not to attack. Yeah. But, like, you could choose not to re-roll if you wanted to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, is it? But, yeah, I'm just going to charge this solitaire with, like, a, a... I think I get him to, like, a two-up and vulnerable with protect. Mm, uh, yeah, he can be a two up and vulnerable. Yeah, two, a two up and vulnerable. Into, oh, oh, wait, no, is there any? You can't protect him. Yeah. Is there any? Well, three up and vulnerable into combat mm-hmm, when I can mm-hmm, do like mm-hmm. a total of 16 attacks or even just eight and just have him get punched a bunch and just do a bunch of mortal wounds to themselves. It's it's exciting. It's it's a, a troll of terror. You're like a big mob of boys or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, like you're like, yeah. Come just right? kill me. Yeah. Kill me. You're going to do your worst. So you got to get a soundboard uh, so you can play like Glorious when he does that. That would be amazing. Oh, no, that's way too copyright. I'm not oh, fucking sorry. around with those okay. people. Yeah, no, sorry, not sorry, on the show. Sorry. He's yeah. saying, he's saying no, in like the game. in person. Yeah, in yeah. person. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, so like, oh, terrible sound effect time. So I'm just standing there with my solitaire being like, yeah, he's going to do 16 attacks if he can charge. <laughs> and then you're like, but you could charge me. And it's just like, it's a trap. It is. <laughs> <laughs> because I want you to charge. <laughs> It's awful. So yeah, I got uh, so I've, I switched from the Crimson Hunters to the Hemlock Wraith Fighters. So that's um, why you have different painted models. Yeah, which there. is why okay. they're different in there. Though I might even still try and like adjust. Maybe do like one Crimson Hunter and one Wraith Fighter. I do like the auto hitting flamers though. So um, I'm keep like I said, I have two there. Uh, What's the range on those flamers? Eighteen. Eighteen. But well, that, that's, that's much better than like aggressor flamers, so, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Aggressor flamers are just a much better build in general than the bolters. Right. Right. Um, yeah. If you take if you take if you take hmm. the the assault the auto bolt the assault bolt gauntlets or whatever they're called, you're an idiot, gauntlet, right? You're a terrible and you're a terrible person. You're a right? terrible person, yeah. just in general. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, I'm gonna I have that list painted. I have it all undercoated and primed, and I've started. Well, I have it all undercoated and primed. Uh, I'm going to start painting it and then kind of get some games on the go in the next couple weeks of that there. But I think it should be pretty good. I mean, it's not going to change the world. It's not going to, you know, destroy a million people, but it'll hold its own. You don't know that. It might. It, I it mean, might. you you could take a tournament if you ever played in one. I mean, to be fair, I, I do now. Really? I played in the... Well, no, I streamed mm-hmm. the last one. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Prior obligations always getting in the way. Right. I have to say though, you guys are so industrious. It always is impressive to me how much stuff you guys get painted in a short amount of time. Like, yeah. like you guys do a lot of stuff. Not me. I feel you like it takes me for You have a whole pro- what, Yeah. Stuff. When I when I yeah. set myself a deadline and like I just bust it out, then it's super good. Especially like after like playing Age of Sigmar and like and how good my Nighthawk looks all painted on the table as opposed to this gray plastic. It makes shit. such a difference. It no. makes such a difference. I don't have a single. My immersion. <laughs> I don't have a single painted, act, like a new model from Age of Sigmar since it became Age of Sigmar. I don't have a single painted model. They're still all great plastic. Well, you know, Dave, there's always time. Get on it. Start painting. 
So yeah, uh, so I streamed the uh, the 40k grand tournament that we had up here, and that was a really good five rounds. Um, and what really struck me about that a little sidebar is the difference between a quote unquote top level player and like a, a lower level player, because you know I stream top table games and like very bottom table games, and like it's like who some, was the bottom table game? What's that? Well, there were, there was a couple in there, like Best Coast pairings, uh, kind of put like shifted tables around a little bit because i think we started with some like very good players on the like tables one through four so rounds like three and four it kind of shifted to kind of the lower half of the table but like i said for me like some of the the behaviors were really telling like um like for one like in the the final game between uh brandon who had a uh, dracari and just who had just bad luck i think is really what it boiled down to no no I, like uh, the the list that adam the the winner brought was I, I kept making a joke that you know he descended from the mountain with his six month old list <laughs> that we've all evolved past because who who takes a girly one gunline anymore we we hard countered that so he stopped taking it but the problem is people stopped taking it so people stopped hard countering it and now he shows up with his shit and we're like oh didn't he not bring a gullyman a gullyman gunline because didn't he only have literally nine nine models he had three gullyman yeah three dual infantry? auto cannon dreads. Right. Well, he had two uh, whirlwind uh, score. No, I think it was eleven. He had a Gulliman yeah. parking lot. No, it okay. might have been twenty. No, he had. Well, he only had five scouts and four aggressors. Right? Or was five it three aggressors. aggressors? Five aggressors. Five aggressors. So okay. that's ten. So eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So you have twenty like models. 20. Yeah, I think yeah. he had twenty models. That's what it boiled down to. But I mean, he he brought a Gulliman parking lot, and of course aggressors. And and as we just established, they had the Boltstorm gauntlets. So obviously he's a terrible person. Yeah, just not do you know what choice. he did with those aggressors? Every game I watched them in, kill stuff. Nothing. Pretty much nothing. Yeah, they just sat yeah. on the back and objective. They actually well, they did work against me when we played. Uh, oh yeah, because well, your whole thing's having to get up, right? Well, they had a lot of play, I have a lot of plague bearers, and so they were able to put down some plague bearers mm-hmm. with some Boltstorm gauntlets. Plus, just they can wait just, up, just wait up fire, right? Well, and since they're ultramarines, they can just kind of walk out of combat. And I couldn't get far enough with my charge to kind of wrap them and keep them locked in, which was unfortunate. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah it is what it but is. But, like, uh, Brandon, the guy the guy who lost in that last game, he had, like, such a good attitude the whole time. Like, he played to the objectives the whole game. And yeah. that's something I noticed, like, the lower table people play to wipe out lists. And then the higher table people play to the mission. Which seems like such a stupid, simple thing. But, I mean, it really is. Well, it's, it, it, you know, you, you just have to learn. It's why I have a winning record in tournaments. It's because I literally Don't play, play to the, uh, yeah, that's it. It's because I, I play to the mission every single time. It's zero, zero, and zero. You know, games. <laughs> whatever the math is, I'm figuring out how to try to beat it with my garbage primarist only list, yeah. which just got way better. You've got to Thank think you about, watch. yeah, you got to paint all of those purple arm silver now. Otherwise, you're just a cheese <laughs> no, I'm hound. Just, I just bought extra. I bought more. That's fair. That's fair. There's no shortage of Primaris Marines around. Yeah. Um, but no, and it's like playing to the objective is like such a, and not being demoralized when you lose stuff. Like I see a lot of people, like a lot of the lists that didn't end up like kind of in the top half of the field. Like if they lost that one key unit or that one thing they built around, then like mentally they were done. No, so like everybody built around a repulsor and as soon as the repulsor fade, failed, they had nothing left. Just because I can't kill your goddamn repulsor, stop bringing it up. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, but I mean, that that's the kind of thing. And it was like kind of like that kind of it's weird when we're talking about a game about like little plastic spaceman. But like that mental strength to just be like, oh, okay, it's gone. Let's move around and, yeah. and try how, something how else. Gonna, well, ultimately, none of your pieces should mean like that much. Like you should never, t- you should never have something where you're just gonna like. If you lose one model or one unit out of your army, that should never defeat you oh, because man. that should never be the end of the game. You should definitely not not look at my next uh, unless my that's next a warlord list. 
Unless it's a Warlord Titan, in which case it probably <laughs> is the end of the game. Well, in that case, you're playing Apoc, so it's all for fun anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Dave's I have that. nine models in my next Ultramar list. Oh, okay, cool. Which is a 1,500-point army. Yeah. Is it pretty similar to what you played against me? It looks exactly the same. I did not get the... Uh, I couldn't get the aggressors in time to have them painted for uh, Saturday's tournament. Thanks, Danny. Yeah. Appreciate that. Although although Danny did allow me to go out to MJ's uh, and get some ice cream. He allowed so. you to drive for 30 miles to go get ice cream. <laughs> and so aggressors. you can buy aggressors from a store in a different zip code. Yep. My my wife was asking me, she's like, so you're going out there to get special models? Yes. Special so, models? Special. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, I said, yes. Uh, they don't have Please write on one. Sharpie on them Dave's special <laughs> aggressors. <laughs> Can that be on their bases? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on each one. Nice. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to do like some little fancy signs for on rubble. Tunk. The little oh, Uncle pictures. Dave's bolt storm <laughs> aggressors. <laughs> uh, now with more range. But she was like, well, why don't you just call and have him hold it for you? And I said, if I call him and he says he doesn't have any, I don't get to go out there. Which means I don't get ice cream from the parking lot. <laughs> you, just, so you, this you, logic is like yeah. Very I mean, you are round. It's perfect. <laughs> you are aware there are places in Anchorage, the town we live in, that, that sell ice cream. Yeah, you know what? If they have this particular uh, type of ice cream, I would go there. But they don't. Pretty sure they do. No, they really don't. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I did, uh, hobby wise, I bought that Webway gate. Ooh, me too. <gasps> oh, which was oh, Jesus Christ is it huge? It's it's massive. Like, like okay, so I'm looking at this right now, and it's next to a Warlord Titan that's being stored here. And like, yeah, it needs to get the fuck out of my house. But it's, <laughs> it's a Warlord Titan that's currently being stored here. Um, uh, but like, literally, the gates are like taller than the than the bottom half of the Warlord Titan. Yeah. So what you're saying is a Warlord could crawl through it. If it was allied, with I mean, Elmar. it could kick through it. Like oh, it man. could kick a ball through a goal. S- someone please, <laughs> or so, dreadnought. Someone please just, model. I'm sorry, a, I just got the image of him kicking a wraith knight back through it. Like, nope, not today. <laughs> not please model a diorama of a warlord <laughs> crawling through a webway gate. Um, but no, like uh, the nice thing about it, I don't know who designed it. You, uh, you know exactly who designed it. It's a be- is it's it, Ray Dranfield. Yeah, it's Dranfield. Oh, you gorgeous genius. You. It's a really well designed kit. Um, I really like the parts, like the the little like lantern, uh, lantern, uh, like bowl feet thing at the bottom, where each piece is slightly different in the connector, so oh, there's yeah. no way you can confuse it. Right. Oh, nice. Really, yeah, yeah. So each of these like three bits on the legs are exactly the same, but each connector is moderately different, so it only goes in one space. Yeah, and same with the little like the little bowl on the bottom too, like that you glue those into. Like yeah. they're all slightly different. Like oh, it's. It, it's really it's well super built. easy. Like I built this in a half hour. Um, and yep. then also like the top half kind of clicks into the bottom half and it locks in because I'm like, how in the hell am I going to store uh, this thing? I did thing? glue mine together. I didn't even try that. Yeah. I was like, cause I'm like, how in the hell am I going to store this thing? You, you know how I know it was Ray Dranfield that made it because Ray Dranfield tweeted, Hey, I made this so you guys could store it in the Citadel cases. Watch this. And he pops the tops off and puts them in the case. Oh. <laughs> just gonna have to buy another one daddy it's fine yeah yeah i yeah sure i need another one of those tell you, tell you what danny i'll buy that one off you because i actually want to destroy one and turn it into just a piece of broken terrain <laughs> and then you can get another one and i mean forget that you're not supposed to glue it together you and know glue it together. what i wanted I to do yeah. for it was to kind of put some metal rod along the inside to make a van der Graaff generator out of it but i couldn't figure out how to do it without people not being scared to play games against me <laughs> using it because electricity. <laughs> What's a Vandergraft? So a Vandergraft is like you touch it and like little sparks of electricity. Yeah, think like the uh, you know, like the little it. ball. The ball. Yeah, no, no, like well, a, it's, it's sort of like that. But yeah. like when you what when are you those called again, I forgot. Um, oh. I think they call electro balls. Electro balls sure. or something. Yeah. Sorry, I th- I'll show you electro balls. <laughs> 
Please stop doing fool. that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> fool me once, Danny. <laughs> but no, I really wanted to do some kind of like electricity or lightning or something because there's That'd a really cool. oh that would be really awesome. But then I was like, oh, I'm oh I'd do... never play against you. No, no, I would put it on the table and I would automatically win every game because they're like, I'm not playing against you. Like, what's in that? Nothing but your fears. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I would make you push every model through the electrical field but, that was coming out of it. I'm so, like, so nope. my plan was like to do like a Van der Graaff generator, which like when you put metal near it or mm-hmm. like things, then like lightning shoots out towards metal. But it's like safe, quote unquote, lightning, like almost static electricity, so it doesn't really do anything but tingle. And then put like a metal plate. Or does that affect your paint job? Or see, that's why I didn't know. So I didn't do it. I was gonna put metal inside of a wraith knight. Oh, that. And so cool. have it so when the wraith knight was standing in between, it would zap just melt lightning into the wraith knight. But if it's safe lightning, see, yeah, I don't know. I had high how, hopes, how, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna build this fucking thing. You could cast a wraith knight, maybe. Yeah. How, how are you going to wire it in such a way that a you wouldn't have a giant power cord running to a wall, and or b be standing there just shuffling your feet with your shoes off on the carpet uh, the whole time, dremel, touching it to generate the electricity? Out, you just dremel out a hole. It's, it's, it's designed honestly in a way that would make LEDs super easy to run through it. You could put it on a base. Yeah, you can put it on. I'm a base just saying as the well. battery. I'm talking about the actual powering of it. Oh, yeah, not, just, not just the, the battery. It's not static electricity. I mean, you could e- you could even have it just be like on a plug-in where it plugs into like a uh, uh, like a display board to yeah. have that effect happen. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. There, there's a really good um, picture in the the Harlequin Codex about like it has the different background in it. So like it has like your battlefield, and then the circle inside <laughs> the webway portal is like a different color. So it actually looks yeah. like it's coming out of the webway. It's it's super good. Mm. That's um, really cool. Yeah. Man. So I don't know. I wanted I wanted to do something cool with it, but then I was like, you know what? This is a cool model by itself. It, it really is. I was almost I almost bought one and for forty bucks. But holy shit, who who sells scenery at GW for forty bucks nowadays? Not many. People. Not many people. It's fucking huge. I saw a guy use one of those head, one of the like the statue heads yeah. on the sides for his wraith lord. It oh, looks like a dire avenger ass. wraith lord. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's backwards, backwards dude. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Alright, so uh, so you built something, you bought something, uh, you painted something, I did. and uh, you've been actually really productive. Man, man. that's like hobby bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah you it's streams, like hobby bingo. stream something? I streamed something. I didn't play any games, though, so I didn't get a bingo. Uh, yeah. What you gonna do? Segway into the next... Yeah, uh, segway, and so we're gonna go uh, <laughs> take a break, and we're gonna come right back up and talk about some technology and wargaming oh, and kind of advancements right. and stuff. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings. And the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? 
Yeah. Oh wait, no. No. <laughs> no. 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 Not yet. yet. No. No Harlequins yet. So, uh, technology in yeah, game. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I really want. Can I just say yeah. that I, I just want to talk about the what's coming from GW next week as this airs on Friday. The whole reveals of Titans will be or uh, the Knights will be going on. Oh, you mean the War Lad? And, uh, the, uh, the War Lad, the, uh, the the Night Lights, the Baby Knights, uh, the Codexes, the fact that they're getting chapter tactics, uh, kind of like Space Marines, it makes me fit. Makes me feel really warm and fuzzy in my I pants. I mean, they're called, was it nightly? They're houses. Nightly, yeah, they're not household. Yeah, call it what you want. It, it, Space Marine Codex was first, so anything that has abilities after that, that uh, like Sept, was that's their chapter first? tactics. Their yeah. first Codex release was Space Marines? Space Marines were first. Yeah. Boom, roasted. Uh, so... But uh, I, I'm also so uh, really excited for the uh, the new uh, Night Box yeah, set. No. Oh, you mean Sorry. Renegade? That looks like a really good the, new the re-release. Set. The, the re-release oh, yeah. of yeah. Uh, of Renegade with the new Ray Dranfield scenery instead of the Imperial Ruins. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for Imperial Ruins because they did so well for so long. They really did. And now the they're being replaced by way better stuff. It's yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, so they pre- when they previewed some of the Warhammer sc- the the kill team. Uh, boxes like yeah. the terrain there there's some really cool ruins in that that yeah. look they're more line of sight blocky really need them to get on releasing the uh i need people to stop asking for codexes and and stuff like that and just so they can start releasing these other box sets they were going and to be until releasing until i get nort codex no one's stopping releasing anything look i i want kill team <laughs> and i want uh what was the other what was the other thing they they revealed that they the plug the leak they plugged uh rogue trader, uh, rogue yeah, trader. Rogue trader. i want those I, it's not really, I don't care about your orcs. It's not really like a leak being plugged. It's more like the floodgates being opened. Being like, kind hey, of, fuck you guys. You it want was, it? Here it is. It was open for like a half a second. You know, these are the real pictures. There I love go. that Enjoy we're them. at a stage with GW, though, where like really shitty low quality pics come out. Remember like five, six years ago, we'd be like jizzing oh, in man. our pants about right. how awesome this looks. Oh, and now dude, they're just like, so cool. like within like now, whenever I see leaked pics, I'm like, oh, sweet. We're going to get high quality ones in like an hour. Yeah. Thanks well, for, it, all, it all started with Magnus. Remember Magnus yeah. got? Magnus and got, they made a really uh, awesome leaked. video. <laughs> like they made like that horrible. There was that horrible picture. It was like the box that was like taken out of the trash. Yeah, right. It, yeah, it was literally. a low res picture yeah. of a box from a trash can. Yeah. And then like they're like like they had the dumpster diving video after that. Like within like I think it was like a day or two. Like that was Eddie and Rob in that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah and they're that like, was oh, look, so good. Plastic sisters they found in there. So yeah, in in that teaser video revealing Magnus. It was Duncan in there, Duncan, Duncan in the trash can. No, it was Eddie. In the, Eddie was in the trash can because he's like oh. he's like three feet tall. Well, I'm gonna take your word for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm being there. All right. But so like in that one video, they were like, "It was the new fuck you gate GW." They're like, "You leak a really shitty picture of Magnus." Here's Magnus and a sprue of Celestine and yeah. several pictures from this thing we haven't announced called like fucking Gathering Storm, which kills oh, yeah. the world in seventh edition. <laughs> and now we're just going to go on. It's like, it was more kind of like, you guys think you're leaking stuff. You ain't leaking I'll shit. Show, I'll show you. Kids. I'll show you leaks. <laughs> and then I think it was pointing out as well. Like I was talking to someone. If you look back at like the, uh, the rumor engine, you know, GW mm-hmm. community sites, little things that they put out every day. Um, the Webway gate was on the rumor engine in December. Right. Right. Like yeah, fucking six months ago. And I know they're working like a couple years in advance, but to start teasing stuff like six months out is ballsy. Yeah. It's kind of like a slap in the face. Cause I know they're like, they're never going to get this. No, look at this. It's going to look like at, Eldar and, stuff. They're never going to think Webway gate. At no point looking at yeah. that picture. Would I think Webway gate? 
I think it would have been awesome if somebody was like, that looks like a webway gate. And so just, I, then, just then shut the whole thing down. They just take it. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get a webway gate anymore. <laughs> Deleted. Though I do like the running joke that everything on the rumor engine is a Stormcast something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because every release. And they're like, because I remember they did like a preview of the Lord of Shrouds or the Knight of Shrouds. Mm-hmm. And they showed like the, the chainmail and like the ghosty hump. And he was like, well, it looks really night haunty, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a storm castle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've got one to two weeks right now for the new uh, Age of Sigmar. Uh, Age of Sigmar 2 uh, Electric Hauntaloo, I believe Ooh, is what they're calling name. it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. That, is that a working Is that a working title or is that the That's, that's the official. That's, 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 yeah, a, that's the official title yeah. of the Ooh, new box that I'm in. It's an yeah. official leak right here. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yep. You heard it here first. It's called Electric Hauntaloo. <laughs> you know what? I'd get it in the Night Haunt if it was called Electric Hauntaloo. I'd be like, I bought that box set. Yeah. And now I'm going to just play. <laughs> so now I just want to, like, whenever I play my Night Haunt, I just want to play Careless Whisper by George Michael the whole time. Could you imagine having to play me and just having a really spooky version of. You mean the the, the royalty free version of it? Without, without George Michael. That's what this is. Yeah. It's just, it's literally like a recording of this. <laughs> <laughs> Separate audio. Track. So, yeah. So, there we go. That's what's coming up in GW, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited else. for that. A scat version of mm. Careless Whisper will be <laughs> available on iTunes soon. <laughs> for free it will be free it will be 99 cents and you have bought worse yeah you everyone listening has bought something worse for way worse cents. way well, worse but yeah and i think well next time i think we're going to probably delve back into imperial knights just because oh yeah this stuff coming out sounds super cool i do want to talk about it but i want to talk about it i'm gonna buy time. myself so that, that's what i'm saying next yeah, time yeah. We're, we're gonna hold off we're gonna talk some more about uh I'm, war lads and and auto cannon lancy boys I got this and bad feeling i'm gonna buy myself a captain's hat and a a flag of Canada. Well, you can't play Careless Whisper because that's my thing. We just no, went over that. Just going to use. I'm, well, I'm going to play Careless Whisper. It's going to be through a moose, like somebody was squeezing a moose to the tune of it. No. <laughs> so technology. <laughs> wow. We live in like a wonderful time. Yes. Uh, where through the power of technology, three giant nerds can put out audio things that other giant nerds listen to. Um, oh man! Our, oh, I thought you said three genders for a second there, and I was, I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, well, that works, dude. That shows a over. Weird I guess way to talk about that. Yeah, but. no, 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 nerds, <laughs> giant nerds. Yeah, yeah sure. Giant nerds. Um, we also leads us to a place like because when like we all started playing here, like I think I was thinking about it the other day. Collectively at this table, I think there's like sixty odd years worth of hobbies. That is probably that's accurate for me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't I got, know. I've got well, like twenty something. I got, got thirty. I got like 21, 22 years. You got twenty. So seventy five years. So like seventy five years of like hobby game playing. I started playing when I was table. twelve, and I'm almost thirty five. Yeah. So I started when I was thirteen, and I'm almost thirty five. So it's like, yeah. Um, where we used to play. Dave's been Dave, playing longer than we've been alive, almost. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I did the math. That's why I, they can't see the face, but that's why the face was that of a sad clown. Um, yeah. You know, Dave, that's like my favorite solitaire, thing to tell. A solitaire e clown. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite <clears throat> tournament. Uh, Here we go. Like insult. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, you're yeah, oh, good. Oh man, that makes it so Tears. much better. Yeah, it clown. does. <laughs> to tell my opponent that I've been playing the game for longer than he's been alive. Yeah. 
Is Dave, you can't old. wait to play you in a tournament. <laughs> it's not going to psych me out. I'm just going to make fun of you for being old. <laughs> it works both ways because you either make fun of them for being old and playing it for longer than you've been alive or the other way. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, so technology. But yeah, so like to, to kind of put it in the, perspective, I remember being like super hyped when I think it was Warhammer Fantasy 3rd Edition came out. It was like the oh. Bretonians versus Lizardmen box, right? Where it's like two it new so races. Cool. Yeah. And the most hyped thing I was about is it came with like a ripoff pad of army list sheets oh. on it. And I was like, oh my god, this is so revolutionary. It's like a printed sheet. That technology was so advanced back then. So somebody offered to sell me a pad of those like maybe a week this last week. That's a funny story. Like that's oh, really? for real. Yeah. I was almost like, well, okay. But then I thought about it and I'm like, uh, I think I have a pad of those somewhere anyway. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> but I mean at the time that was revolutionary. You know, we look at like really how was. we construct yeah. our armies and stuff. Like before, like I know like from like my household, because like my dad since like the late eighties was a software engineer, so I always had like Microsoft Office in my home. So like Excel is something I've been used for years uh, for army building because sure. I don't have to math that way. Yeah, whereas um, I, I think I think it was always Notepad or whatever the version of Notepad was for uh, that I could use it. Otherwise, it really a Notepad. Yeah, yeah. All my notes in high school and college have like math in the margins of me building units and stuff like that. Like <laughs> oh, oh list list building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, I think Devoe can attest that there, we spent a couple lunches sitting in the the you know nerd room at uh, in high school just like <laughs> writing up like it's like all right I'm gonna bring this list to play we're gonna do this Friday night's gonna be lit high five woo. <laughs> so back when I was in high school, uh, the local GW store did fantasy on Wednesday nights and. Um, 40k on thursday nights and they were open until eight Ooh, those Ooh. days oh. uh, to, to kind of accommodate gameplays so i would remember sitting in school in my last couple periods and like I said margins in the page figuring out what shit i'd brought in my backpack and trying to make like little thousand point third edition lists nice. <laughs> or sorry second edition lists shit at that time yeah and trying to figure out like how to fit two lictors in <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so like pen and paper. I mean, I still use, and I think Danny, you've got me back onto this hardcore Excel today because oh. you you are a big proponent of Excel. I use Excel on all my lists. Well, I have. You're an Excel wizard. I've seen you pull up like weird math pie graph sheets and stuff for <laughs> the percentage of death uh, versus st stuff. Yeah, I did, I did this thing. I posted in our group chat that like showed uh, some common enemy units and then Harlequins like how well they killed those things based on their different weapon and so like what was the best choice um so yeah it, that was that was kind of interesting and then i pointed out you didn't have primaris on there so you just put a bunch of red blocks that said 100 percent dead every time <laughs> i mean the math checks out it checks i mean, out. Yeah, it, does, I mean it checks out it's but, done in excel yeah um but there's also <laughs> don't dispute me don't dispute. <laughs> i won't show you my formulas also but. don't fact check it <laughs> yeah just accept it yeah um there's also uh specific army builder apps um skirting legality in the best possible way um, kind of by well see the the army builder programs so, don't actually have any copyright information in them it's the files other people make right, to use in right. those apps and that's how they kind of get around all that stuff there because it's all fan generated yeah. content hmm. so, so so that's how they get around that because battlescribe which is kind of i think the number one like app based kind of army builder thing the the, the company that makes the battlescribe app doesn't make any data files for it whatsoever that's true. Yeah, no, you're right. That's that's sorry. I was just and I was doing the math because I've yeah. been using our and that's how they evolve. Like, like they avoid ground. being sued into the goddamn <clears throat> ground because as soon as they entered one number onto that, that company's gone. Sure. Um, but it's 
I find I used to use Battlescribe kind of a lot to kind of um, to, to to form lists. Usually now I will use it for kind of what I used to do in school with the margins. Like sure. I will I'll, I'll build like dream list or list I'm thinking about in Battlescribe, but I've found out way too often from both being kind of a TO and a player is Battlescribe is not always a hundred percent accurate. No, no, but it's it's almost always right on the points so that, that's mm, where it's mm, no, well, no well sometimes all right and then so so it it's, has it's happened way too often to where i'm just i just don't trust that stuff like i'll really? i'll use it i'll i only use these the softwares to kind of like jam out a list if i wanted to like explore a concept and then i go back into excel and input it and just make sure that everything is right on the points mm-hmm. and oftentimes i find that like it's just not accounting for one little thing or something like that. Like it's not. It's just not. It's or, not or it lets well, you do something stupid and add in <laughs> extra things. Right. Um, but like I said for for me, uh, Battlescribe has kind of taken the place of writing in my margin in school. Uh, so yeah. I, I work on a break, I'll sit on Battlescribe and kind of theory craft lists. I mean, I mean that makes sense. I I one hundred percent have probably like fifteen theory crafted lists half saved at at home. So yeah, I mean that makes that makes sense. You know. I have a three hundred sheet Excel document. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what do you call your Battlescribe army list, by the way? Well, what's your most recent one called? When I save them as Battlescribe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new Roz, new, new Roz. Roz. Okay, Tur, pretty good. New New Roz. I don't. They don't. Danny? They never get a name. Danny, what's what, what's one of your uh, Battlescribe named lists? So I typically don't use Battlescribe. I use Quartermaster because I use iOS devices. Oh, oh. What um, is Quartermaster, Danny? Yeah, so look Quartermaster at that is, Quartermaster is similar to Battlescribe. Um, <clears throat> it's all user all user generated files um they take a little bit longer usually to get updated than the than the uh, uh than the battle scrub files but i find that the the way that it outputs your roster uh is much more user friendly like it look it looks better sure yeah, and, and the, that's uh, it. that's the the big downside yeah. i feel about battle scribe is the output is awful like yeah it really from is. an organizer and spec uh, like it's an, like, or an organizer point of view, me trying to check a 30-page list right, in Battlescribe right. that's being printed out is just terrible. Um, but for some reason, like I use Army Builder a lot for the for the kind of the computer. It doesn't work on mobile, but for computers, right. Army Builder for me is like the best looking um, program for for building armies. It uh, so Army Builder has been around for a really really long time. I used to use it in high school actually. So like it's been, I mean that's that's like 15 years old easy. Mm-hmm. And so I had a. Don't worry, Dave. You were past college at this point. <laughs> um, I gotta I, find a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Find... Uh, um, anyway, so uh, I'm gonna stare wistfully out the window. Now. Yeah, and it actually like the output on that. They, I mean, they perfected that. It's really, really good. And yeah, easy to, and easy to read for the most part. It's just sometimes with the units, they kind of like the the expansion of like the special rules and writing yeah. everything out can can make it a little bit long. Yeah. Um, that's why I like Quartermaster is it doesn't have like an explanation of all the rules. It just gives you what the rule name is. So if mm-hmm. you want to reference it in your book, so you can look it up that way. You don't also have the wrong thing, which often I find on Battlescribe and that kind of stuff. Sometimes people don't put in the right, the right rule or, or something like that or the right stats. Um, I, I guess like it, what irritates me, I mean, these tools are really handy for armulus creation, but when people really replace books with it, yeah, ag- yeah agreed. you know what, it it, it's, they're not, a, they're not a replacement for your books. You need to be bringing your books to, to wherever you're playing at. I mean, I played here and I knew you had the codexes and everything and I still brought my shit. Yeah. Stuff. Well, like for me is like, and, and like, I'm a clumsy person. Can I look at your army list? Oh, here, here's my thousand dollar smartphone. 
no, I'm good. I'm not going to touch that. Where's your $30 book that I can quite easily replace? Sure. Right. sure. And even aside from that, um, just kind of making sure all the information is correct and up to date and yeah. accurate. So uh, super helpful. So we've just described three, three methods that we each like there actually quartermaster, uh, battle scribe and uh, army builder. Um, what do you guys think about, uh, GW's new foray into, uh, with combat roster? So for what it's designed to do, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people complained that it's not points, but like it's never been that. They've never advertised it as that. So I don't understand what why people well, are upset. I think they hadn't advertised it as anything, to be honest. They said, we, no, we're, they they said we're giving said it's, you. It's going to be like this. The, we're coming out with combat roster. It's going to be power level. And we're going to come out later with one for points. So for me... Um, I mean, I I've think, done that for months. Anyway. I think people look at Azir, which is the Age of Sigmar we, army we know, builder. We don't all have a red phone line to GW headquarters, well, I mean, Danny. You know, I like well, to call uh, Dave, apparently you do. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. You, you know them by height at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, Literally no, pick just, them you, out of a crowd. You, you can figure or not, out if there's tall people standing in front yeah, of them. You're so in with them, you can figure out who fits in the trash can, which I don't know what that says about your relationship with them. That's true. Um, That's true. Probably wouldn't uh, count on yeah. us getting any early release stuff now. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, especially not since Eddie's the guy we got to talk to. Womp, yeah, womp. Womp, womp. way to go, Dave. <laughs> oh, damn it, um, ruined us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did that at the start. I was gonna say it was so, well, but I feel people look at Azir and what that does for Age of Sigmar, and that is like a super good tool. It's great for Age of Sigmar, and people yes. wanted that for 40k. But here's the deal: for like Age of Sigmar's business model and how they're promoted, like them giving out points. They don't really care about, right? Well, I mean, we'll see that. Yeah, the yeah. Age, Age of Sigmar actually, you know, the War Scroll Builder they have on the community site is points based over power level, right? And like I said, and it's designed with competitive play in mind. It outputs really well. It outputs exactly the information you need, and I think people were wanting something similar for that for 40k. Um, the issue that I run into here again is is a lot of people feel owed for like hey you owe us uh, army builder for 40k that's for competitive 40k no they don't i mean they really don't i mean people have been playing competitively since the 90s mm -hmm. without ever having you know what i've started using it for the really stupid things is trying to figure out what half of my power level is for oh, when yeah. i drop stuff i could definitely see that as mm -hmm. well. which it's super easy to do because i'm just dragging and dropping units i don't have to worry about changing guns or shit like that and when i'm trying to make sure that the appropriate power level is left on the board then i just use the combat roster for that that's pretty oh, smart nice and it's, it's, it's easy to do. It's drag and drop. I don't have to worry about detachments because I'm just trying to make sure that I'm staying within my rules. Ah. I'm really looking forward to when that app does come out. Like I'm really, or when the, when they're, mm -hmm. when they're full app for points and that kind yeah. of stuff, I'm really looking forward to that. I hope that that also includes power level so that you, I think so that it, it has that on there yeah. as well. I mean, I think it will. Uh, cause like I said, if they do it, there's your way of like charging two bucks a month or whatever it is, then that's yeah. fair. I think, uh, what, dollar 99? Yeah. Or, it's or two bucks a month, but like, it, yeah. It's such a good program. Yeah, it's, it's stable. Than, yeah. It's updated. Like literally my, for Night Haunt, my Morngul was updated twice in one day. That's awesome. On the, on the app, which, well, you know, it was a points increase <laughs> and then a points say. drop and then a thing drop, but um, it was still super good. And like I said, I don't mind paying $2 a month, which is nothing. Yeah. Um, I, agree. I agree. For, for a quality product. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's what roster builders. That's. Yeah. Oh, also honorable mention, paper and pen. Just yeah, that's pretty good. Don't fucking suck at math. Do we want to talk about the old GW Army Builder? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's no. fine. Okay. Let that one be dead. Okay. That's oh, fine. Okay. No. I just think that that, like, that was a good learning experience in general for Army, like for GW, I think. Yeah. Uh, in that 
uh, like they came out with it super late. It was almost already outdated as soon as it came out. And like while it had a lot of good options and it was a decent way to build it, because we used to have it uh, at the game store I used to work with, we had it installed on the computer. So it was kind of nice to have there. Um, but uh, I think that uh, it was like an exercise in them not understanding like how software development works and how they have to like how they have to constantly like keep mm-hmm. on the cusp of making sure that that stuff works um, right. because people were buying it after an edition change. And so, like, stuff wasn't updated anymore. They weren't updating army books. Because they uh, stopped paying the engineer to update it. So, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> Who knew you got to pay and somebody to do work? obviously learned a lot. And, like, their new army building software, like, with Azir, has been fantastic. Yeah. So, super happy. I'm really excited to see what they come out with next. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of next. <laughs> no. It's oh. still not Harlequins. Yeah. No. We still Fuck. We okay. got a few more things to we talk do, about. We do have a few more We got some stuff about. we can cut out if you want to get to Harlequins faster. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Because, I mean, we can um, just go right over it. Just gloss over it. We could. Uh, we want to talk about an, uh, a very good app that actually got in contact with us. So, just, you know, full That's how you full, know they're full good. warning. You know they're good when they get in contact. <laughs> right. Um, best, co- best Coast Pairings. And the reason I don't feel dirty talking about them after you contact us is I think all three of us at this table have used Best Coast Pairing for years. Yep. Danny actually talked me into subscribing. Right. I have no reason to be subscribed to it. It's, I just wanted to see his his, his list. So if you, <laughs> and that's a good reason to subscribe. I yeah. mean, Best Coast Pairings is uh, a tournament organizer's dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it makes everything super simple. So essentially, you have all of your players register, uh, and they have the app on their phone, like a player app. And then when round pairings go out, you press one button and everyone gets their pairings. Everyone gets their table number. No more standing at the front of the store yelling out, you know, Warhammer, you're at this table, you're at this table. It's super easy. Right. Um, You can also upload lists. um, So that way, and I know it's being used to great effect by the community to check for errors and and things like that. Um, also something I found is I can look back for my lists forever. Like I pulled up a list from three years ago. I'm like, Oh, that's probably I lost. Yeah. See, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's I, you know, I made notes about it myself as well. Cause like you said, they, they got in contact with us, which a surprised us. Yeah. Um, thanks for that. Yeah. But, uh, but it, it just, it, it's getting the matchups out super quick and easy. Uh, even if you, you know, if you don't have a subscription to it, it lacks a few things, but mm-hmm. if you do, I mean, you can see the rosters, like I said, you know, back in the day to see how you lost or to see, you know, to see what list it was or what style of list it was that you mm-hmm. just weren't prepared for so you can try to adjust your, your tournament play in the future. And I, uh, I use it to scout a lot. So, like, if I want to look and see what lists are winning, like, I'll check the top five lists from a bunch of different events, um, assuming that they've uploaded the lists. I really wish that more events would require people to upload their lists. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that would help out everybody a lot. Now, um, the the list uploading I, I agree I think that should be mandatory but at the same token you can't make it mandatory because there are some people who don't have smartphones and don't have the ability to have this you know what I'm saying it's it's highly yeah. uncommon in this place in this day and age but you know a kid sure. isn't going to necessarily you know a 15 year old kid isn't necessarily going to have be, access uh, to all this stuff and I don't know about how the organizer app works because I haven't I've only played around with that a little bit I've only run sure. one events off of it. I'm I'm wondering if they can upload the list for the person, like take a picture. You can of absolutely upload the list for the person. That, yeah, that's so something like they can do there. If they snapped a picture of it or something like that on their phone and then uploaded, I think that there, would there's really definitely a, a way of doing it. I mean, don't get don't get us wrong, guys. We are 100 chilling for these guys right now, but we do actually believe in in no, the man, app. It's a great product. Yeah. Like I well before they even contacted us, like I've been subscribing to it since uh, for like n- almost a whole year now. I guess I guess eight months, nine months. Yeah, I mean, like so, I can go in here on my app on the phone, and I can look at uh, Games Tavern Road Trigger Tournament in Chantilly, Virginia, 
where um, James McGee has registered with Death Watch. Now he hasn't uploaded his list, but oh, I man, can kind of see, see what his list is. Man. I know. So, like, <laughs> but you can see in <laughs> yeah, this area too. of the country, you have Necrons, Blood Angels, Death Watch, Necrons, Alpha Legion, uh, Kidia, oh, Tau, to that area, Call Mechanicus, Ultramarines. I'm gonna crush it. I'll crush it there. Um, yeah, where's all the other? <laughs> I will. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's moving down there. Road trip. When is this tournament? Uh, 26. So right. I think it's already passed. So but, oh, yesterday. Yeah. If we look here, like, okay, so I have, I'm looking at a Rogue Trader tournament for ITC in Gainesville, Florida. Um, the third place person was Judson Scott with Chaos, who went two and one. And then I can look up at his entire list here and see what he has. And to me, that's super helpful because like Danny says, I think we we kind of we can get stuck in our own meta sometimes. Yeah, totally. So if we're playing like our, our just our small group of friends or if we're playing the same 10, 15 people all over, um, we kind of get locked in and then someone comes out of nowhere, like you know, Adam with his ultramarine ball. Yeah, what yeah, and just, is. <laughs> yeah, you know it what so, it crushed. So uh, He did great, man. I'm so oh, I'm I'm happy that he's super won. good. We made a joke that that he's like an old mountain man and he wanted to buy GW stuff and his wife said no, so he had to come down from the mountain to earn enough prize support to sustain him <laughs> through his winter hibernation. To, to buy models so he could yeah. paint him for winter. He'll show up next year with stuff that was hot right at this time and just crush again. Um, and then, okay, back to the organizer side of it. Just to continue to shill, um, they've just released something called Event Suite, uh, which is aimed at people like myself who run kind of large multi-format tournaments. Oh, like cool. A, like a grand um, tournament? Yeah, yeah. So so you can or use... Or a convention. Or a convention. Oh, oh yeah, that would yeah. be good. So, so, like, for this, I can set up my my convention there. I can set up the, like, X-Wing, uh, Age of Sigmar, 40K... War Machine, all of these different things, which... Uh, so, do anyone best... even play anything other than 40K? Is that yeah. really a... Yeah, people, I mean, people play other games. People play other games. We really? just Our mm. listeners don't like it when we talk about it, so... We just don't like listeners. Uh, but I can set all of these up under the I same like event. I listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we I'm can, indifferent. I can set all of these up under the same event and kind of make it super easy to do. And again, it's just... Especially because if I'm, if I'm helping run an event which has a 60-person Warhammer tournament going on at the same time as a 20-person... Like War Machine tournament, which is going on at the same time as like this other like 12, 16 person X Wing tournament, God Second Edition, please be good. Um, <laughs> then that's technically ninety six people at the same time trying to be told what tables to go to, when and where. And if I can simplify that with like two button presses, I'm yeah. all behind that. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. Also, you can uh, set up ticket purchase through their app. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is something I'm looking into because mm. man. Do they um, charge? Or, well, we can talk about Well, we yeah, talk about that later. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Let's talk about um, that off the air. But essentially, <laughs> the, the three apps, the event suite for running conventions, there is the uh, uh, tournament organizer app for running tournaments, yep. and the player app for when you're a player attending tournaments. And like I said, I really, if you're an organizer and you want help with pairings, you want help setting people up on tables that they haven't already played at because it kind of takes that into account um, to stop people playing each other round one every time. It takes that into account. Sure. It's a, it's a really easy to use software. Yeah. So, and I don't know if you knew this or not, um, but if you are members of the same team, like you just joined with the same team, it, will, it, it does its best not to pair up the team members on the first round. Right. Oh, no, that's smart. So, which is really cool, which help, which like is a tactical advantage for us um, we try and like oh, no, because that means me and Dave have to play you. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Exactly. Thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I haven't been at a tournament in like six months. I'm going to come down from the mountain and bring down my... Uh, oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, like, what is this? Well, this is my uh, couple of formations I'm using. Um, <laughs> right in school 7th edition. <laughs> this is my 1850 Ultramarine Here's, list. This and, is my yeah. uh, my six tactical squads and Here's Razorbacks. My Ooh. Skyfall Fucker Fuck or whatever mm. the hell it was called. Oh, man. Sky, oh, Sky Battle Company, dude. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so best close pairings. Uh, if you play tournaments or you organize tournaments, I would highly recommend this. Um, very easy to use software. Correct. So in, in terms of like engaging people socially, which is what tournaments do, another way that people engage is oh. Facebook. Dude, oh, you're snap. so smooth. Dude, that is... <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we're going to go like way back machine. Okay. Um, you remember like back in the day, like when we would go on message boards? Yeah. And it was all just like really... Should you like forums forums and you'd have like your oh. little post count and you couldn't we comment part of a, uh, an email sir can we go even further like, back yeah. from that oh okay oh, yeah dave. i mean we you can know, but you, you know can. grandpa dave tell us a story in so my when, day you had to talk to people face to face no 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 you know you know the, it's like when you, when you go to the <laughs> you know when you go to your local comic store and you and you see our game store and you see like a note on the board like hey DM looking for players. Oh yeah, yeah. that mean, was our message board. Was that cork board? It was literally at, a uh, message board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want to play? Tell us uh, how cork works, Uncle. Dave. Want to play four K material? <laughs> so yeah, so we had to do that. We had to actually go and uh, and like post a. A sign saying, "Hey, we're we're gonna play a, a apocalypse game in this garage in this time." Did if you call wants your, to play. Did you call your friend on the phone and be like, "Hey, dude, you want to come down your to the phone store and play?" Attached to a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah was it like on a cord? cord. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your internet didn't even work at the same time as your phone. Yeah, it didn't. I My didn't. Dad I didn't used to yell just, at me. For just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. So uh, um, I didn't have internet growing up because uh, it didn't exist really in Alaska I really need a sad violin theme mm-hmm. on this soundboard here mm-hmm. I'm just gonna so play the polka music instead <laughs> if you play that again I'm gonna go into the Harlequins lore we're just gonna go right into it we're gonna skip right over everything else and go straight in and there's some good <laughs> topics <I> st- <laughs> thank you yeah you're welcome good topics yeah good topics. Uh, but yeah so, so nowadays though it's super easy to stay connected and grow in a community and I, I like to think of our Alaskan community as a great example of that because if you look at a place like Alaska, you know, you're, you're racist. Oh, you think igloos, Eskimos, uh, polar bears. You can see Russia from houses. Um, but we have a huge Warhammer 40k scene up here. Yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah. We did, like I said, we had just had a 42-person two-day tournament. And 43 to start. 43 to start. We were missing like 10-odd people as well that couldn't make it for sure. whatever reason. Uh, so for us to have like our huge-ass day with our tiny-ass population, get close to 50 people for, for an event is, yeah. is an amazing thing to do. I like to think a lot of that is due to kind of the fact we've cultivated a really good community using Facebook uh, and kind of Facebook groups. It's true. Yeah, I think AKW was huge for that. That's our local Facebook group that we have. And, I, uh, I still remember the old Northern Gamer. Yeah, board. so my friend Grant, yeah. uh, who I was playing a game with earlier, like today, we I went over to, to our friend's house and we were, I was teaching my friends how to play again. Um. But uh, yeah, we yeah that was run by my buddy. Um, and before that, we had another forum that we used, but I forgot what the name of that one was. But there was a pre-Northern Gamer um, that people were using, and then we all had an exodus over to Northern Gamer. So that's kind of uh, and you went we had from- like an easy boards. Like uh, I don't know if you remember those. Like did it have a really sweet GIF? Uh, <laughs> did it have a minute file send playing whenever you <laughs> opened the page? No. Going over as many nineties in was it on Lycos? 
<laughs> no, just that's just my email account. Um, so, <laughs> um, the uh, uh, so when we when we transitioned over though, I remember that being a big deal because uh, like the guy who owned the board before just like left the state without kind of notice, mm-hmm. and like we couldn't do anything with it. Like there was no there was no moderation, so people became a little trolly on there and so we nerds to, on the internet yeah i know really? shocking right i don't think that sounds right back in my day there were no trolls no there was lots of trolls uh mm. anyway so yeah we moved to that and then we moved to and then eventually we moved into onto facebook which was huge difference that was hard to get used to to be honest mm-hmm. you know what um, my favorite part of a facebook is is that you know whoever's selling the data from aKW somebody's not getting the right you know somebody's really fucking confused right now if they're they're just a bunch of guys in alaska who want to fight all the time against aliens we're crazy you know just selling that to to the russians or whatever they're doing yeah. but oh, there's okay. there, yeah. there's like AKW data. there's thousands of, of facebook groups and if you don't right. have a local facebook group i highly suggest starting one. Oh yeah it's um, kept us in touch so you, much yeah it's like unless you live in a town by yourself <laughs> well well even then uh like you have a one of our gamers tim who's in north pole or delta junction who's like 100 miles from anywhere but he sets up games over Facebook. I'll tell you what, man. He's well known, like in general, in the lower forty-eight. Yeah, dude. Like, so when we were at LVO, so many when I was hanging out with him, people, so many people would just walk up and be like, "Hey, Tim, how's it going, man?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy from the Grey Knights group or the Blood Angels group or whatever other group because he posts everywhere." Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the dude has bigger hobby ADD than me. Dude, that guy. Yeah, that's true. We ch- we talk a lot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's let us, uh, stay motivated. Yep. Um, it's easy to kind of share pictures of hobby progress. Easy to say, Hey, who's up for a game? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's, that's the big thing for me is like, I think we can literally put up, Hey, who's interested in a game of 40 K today? Eight times out of 10, you're going to get an answer in like, I would say under an hour, under an hour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's really good for that. That's true. Uh, it's, 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 other Facebook groups, uh, um, more than just locally, is faction-specific Facebook groups, which yeah. has been huge help for me personally. Sure. Um, because no. like, I can put out just over... I'm sorry, Dave, am I? Oh, no, no, no. I was just... You said faction-specific groups, and it, it made me laugh because, you know, Tim is in every group. If I say, I'm thinking about playing this... Ding! Invite to the competitive yeah, competitive right, tier right, Ding! Right. Invite to competitive Grey Knights. I was like, I'm not even playing Grey Knights. Oh, I saw you painting one, so I just sent you an invite. <laughs> yeah, but like, so so like, I get to bounce a lot of stuff off of Danny because I know he plays like the army I play really, like well. But if again, kind of expanding my 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 look and everything, if I joined like a competitive Eldar group or an Eldari group, then there's going to be hundreds of resources there for that specific sure. army. Mm-hmm. Uh, Questions they're answered. all going to want to tell you that your list is wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> First well, rule of the internet. Anytime you post a list, it's trash. They're not wrong. Right, right. Well, anytime you post something, you're gonna get somebody's gonna troll you in some way. I mean, you, it could be just a picture of a baby night, you know, it's, oh. you're gonna get You're like, why is your baby night pooling on your list? <laughs> right, this, I'm running this list with a baby night. Did you oh, uh man. You get some wash pooled there? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh. It's cleaned up. Yeah. How is there some wash on your list? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put wash another on my list great from now subsect to Facebook groups. <laughs> Is painting groups, oh, which yeah. have been oh, really yeah, helpful for transition me. There, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one hour night is, oh, is a that great, is a great group, it, and so it's so positive. You know, like not right. a single mean person right. in there. Yeah, except like, for I, me. I feel like it posts like the shittiest model, and people will be like, "Great job today," because yeah, it's nice not work. about the quality of the paint job; it's the fact that you're getting the work done. It's right. not completely true because I would tear into you if you, and then you would be banned <laughs> for being a dick because no. they're actually super supportive. No, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's the way that it should be. 
yeah. for that kind I of mean, a group. Yeah. It is. It's 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 really nice. And you know the the one the theme of it. You know, one hour a night. You can you can paint an army just by one hour a night. Right. It's so so I, you'll I, get there. I've literally done that for for LVO a couple of years ago. I painted up like two thousand points of Eldar in a, a month in red. Right. In red. God, fuck red. Red. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a good idea when I wanted to take like a billion jet bikes. I'm like, look, it I'm is. fluffy. They're red. Yeah. But then I decided to take Guardians. So then I had to paint a billion Guardians uh, in red. That's where you went wrong. I think and you should have just gone all jet bikes. Now I'm repainting Whatever, all he blue. did really good at that tournament. I, I did. Think. I came third. Yeah. Third behind. Miller was second, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, Alaska represented pretty yeah, well pretty in good. the friendly. Yeah. Hey, man. There's nothing friendlier than an Avatar in 7th edition, let me tell you. That was not the most powerful, optimal choice for no. that slot. Mm. Or any slot. They could have made him a fucking troop choice, and it would not have been an optimal <laughs> choice for that slot. Um, but yeah, so Facebook groups, super, super good. Um, there's hundreds out there, or maybe even oh, yeah. thousands. Um, so Dave, what, what are some groups that you kind of swear by uh, as like really good quality groups and not kind of groups that I swear by? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously AKW, uh, one hour a night is, uh, is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I like the Warhammer 40 K, uh, group closed group. Uh, that just hit 30,000 people. So they're technically 30 K. Um, but you do have people in there, people in there that, you know, will kind of be complete trolls and, and douches, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like that group because they're, they're always running contests. Uh, they're always uh, doing giveaways. Some, a bunch of people. That's where, uh, Ted, uh, won that bolt pistol on the last pistol. Oh yeah. Was, oh, that's uh, cool. was from a contest in there where, you know, it was just put your name here. You know, it wasn't difficult, but, yeah, but still, you know, yeah. he's, he's that still, is difficult for some. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I have never found uh, any problem being in that group at all. Um, uh, there is, uh, another closed group that's mostly for, uh, video makers and, uh, and content oh, creators. Cool. Um, that's awesome. That, uh, is just full of positivity. Uh, Phil recommended it to me. Um, and I, I like posting in there. So, I mean, and then the, the the competitive 40k, even though, you know, it's really competitive, mm. I find a lot of good resources in there I that I can that. that I can ignore. <laughs> um, the uh, the competitive 40k group uh, is is pretty good. I, I, I yeah. Now that I'm back on there, it's it's been yeah. it's been it's been nice to read some sometimes. I don't know. I, mean, I would say good, that page it, take a, it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. For, it, for every yeah. really good piece of advice in there, right. there's someone telling you that your list is trash and here play this exact list. Right. right. But. You know, it's, you can have everybody who started off with the exact same list, right? In a, in a tournament, that was what it was. Mm-hmm. It would come down to who was just better. I've been really tempted to run a tournament chess, like though. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they ran a tournament at that like that at uh, Adepticon a couple of years ago, um, where everybody had the same Space Marine list. That actually sounds boring as shit. Now you say it like yeah. that with no, the no, word Space I, I mean, Marine in it. I'm just saying it's. <laughs> it's <yeah. laughs> what if he'd said Primaris Space Marine? I mean, that sounds. Bigger and boring. Yeah, it's double. Slightly larger and boring. Double the. It's double the boring. Half the models. Um, Half the models. Twice the. (laughs) Twice the board. (laughs) It's a new motto. Uh, So yeah, no, and that's that's what I got. What do you got, Danny? Yeah, what you got? Um, I like some of the faction specific groups when I join them. Um, I've been on the Death Guard group quite a bit, um, even though I. (laughs) They weren't super supportive when I posted some unpainted models on there. Like I got a lot of hate. When I posted six plague burst crawlers, there was a lot of like you're a terrible person, like you should die in a fire. But like other than that, like the advice oh, and the apart from has the been... accurate comments about you <laughs> sure, shaking right. six plague burst crawlers. Well, I mean, I was a terrible person. Yeah, I probably yeah. should die in a fire. Yeah, 
but uh, a little harsh the second part but yeah but the first part totally but otherwise accurate. like there's a lot of other people on there that have been super supportive uh i got a there's a lot of really cool paint jobs and conversions that i get to see because mm. you can do a lot with nurgle which is yeah. cool um oh inquisitor um 28 i'm not a part of that group but that sounds cool yeah it's it's just all dark uh heresy kind of uh conversions like yeah. is it for it's, the actual inquisitor 28 game uh, kind yeah, they're pretty much so. Or just dark heresy, people's dark heresy models, that kind of stuff too. Uh, kind of a little bit of both, but it's more. It's almost completely conversions, like really sexy conversions. That's cool. Yeah, and I like one hour a night. Uh, that's a great. That's a great. That's a great group. It's it gets me pretty stoked, and then I never spend an hour a night. I'm always no. Doing I always new. try to though. I I would love to do that. I need to do that more. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. Yeah, in our local group AKW yeah. on there, I'm on there all the time. Fairbanks. Oh yeah, I'm on yeah. the Fairbanks War Gamer site. That's pretty good. Uh, that's another like it's like a subset of our local group for like the Fairbanks. Oh man, they're gonna be pissed if they call them a subset of they're AKW. A subset. AKW is Alaska wide. That's fair. That's Even fair. though it's Anchorage centric, we're like half the state's population yeah. though, so that's, we that's get fair. a little bit more of a say. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's that. I don't know. Yeah. That, for for me, I, I really only have two to add oh, to that. Can I say one more? Oh sure. No games Go workshops ahead, specific. Oh pages oh man their social media There's, team is dude, so good they do an amazing job like they really they're do. funny and like their comments are always great and they're like mean they're, in a non-mean way right oh they're mean in the nicest way possible it's the most british thing they yeah can, right they can make a guy feel like a dick but then apologize <laughs> for feeling like a dick right <laughs> so, guys do a great job yeah i uh, i uh yeah always good always running contests and stuff like that too, yeah. which is really yeah. cool and and always previewing the newest stuff, which is which is also great. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna add two. Uh, they are uh, kind of diametric opposites of each other. There's a Warhammer 40k for grownups. Oh yeah, which is okay. uh, more often than not lately, ironically called that. Yeah, right. I <laughs> agree with that. It, too. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be a space where grownups can go and talk about Warhammer without kind of just devolving into shit posting and complaining to each other. Um, but that's kind of what it turns into all the time. And for me, as kind of a spectator, like, I feel like Palpatine, you know, in, in episode three, the best Star Wars movie, when he's kind of looking out at, at the fighting and he's like, yes, I enjoy this. Good. Kill him. You know, like kind of stuff like that. I, I kind of like watching on there. <laughs> um, and then uh, kind of on the back of that, I really enjoy um, Warhammer 40K for whiners. Which is Ooh. screenshots of people's bitching posts. Mm. So it's Man, full of that one. comments yeah. from gatekeepers and um, people who complaining that they don't have a codex yet um, and all kinds of stuff like that there. So that's I get my negativity out by looking at it like, oh, well, good, I'm not that so bad. It's, so it's not really a resource for 40K so much as it is just a resource for humor for you. It's, it's a cathartic source for okay. me of, of kind of like, yeah, you need that sometimes just to be like, oh, man have you seen rage of sigmar no <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty great but there's no, a, we have to jump in there yeah Ugh. so yeah so uh, facebook is, is solid it's great guys i mean uh let us know if there's a group you're in that you find that's been really useful. Yeah. you know uh, post something up in the comments here and let us know because we're always looking for more uh, places to infect yeah, yeah pretty much vein, like pretty other much. social media like is blowing up with gw stuff like twitter is huge no for GW it's stuff. not you should stay off twitter mm -hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> YouTube has been yeah. major for the hobby. Um, like I can remember, again, old, not quite as long ago as you, right. but for me, um, thinking about kind of like, how do I paint this? 
and I'd have to go and physically talk to someone or ask how someone did that. Um, now I just Google like how not to pool wash and it'll come up with a video and I can see right away like kind of Dave's how, how face to with it out. a big circle and the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that a t-shirt. That's oh, good. To, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Washbusters. Uh, uh, <laughs> No, wash poolers. That's better. The wash poolers. <laughs> Dave, you got your new Blood Bowl team name. Up, oh, I killed Dave. <laughs> the Averland Rust Poolers. I'm done. The wash poolers. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, no, uh, no. So, uh, so YouTube is amazing, right? Uh, you can, like you said, you can get tutorials. Uh, back then, when I used to, you used to have to find like a, a tablet that somebody had, had drilled rocks into, you know, and typed out. Uh, or put it a painting on the wall and be like, oh, so oh, that's you mean like you... hieroglyphs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Paintings, you know, so, Oh, sure. Sure. Is that the thing where they like take their hand and have, have a mouthful of dye and spit all over their hand on the wall? And yeah. Then but highlight it's that. important to use a lot of spit. Yeah, but they... So you use two thin handprints. That's good. Yeah, but we used to have to uh, bike up to uh, the model train store um, because okay. uh, Bosco's originally didn't really carry anything. You you got it from uh, Anchor Tesla Hobbies back when it was in the tiny shoebox. Oh, yeah. Um, way back in the day. We used Where to... there's the marijuana dispensary now? Sure. Alaska. Yeah. Uh, so we yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to have to go up there and uh, you'd talk to, to model train guys. Uh, actually, was how we got learned how to paint stuff because they were like wargaming that's dumb what do you want to learn to paint yeah. uh, green all right well here's how you do it and they would just explain it to us and then we would have to ride back home and forgetting all about it and you know do it but i mean now you can you can find the tutorial so easily it, it's just it's amazing yeah but youtube videos don't necessarily give you all the information you need unfortunately true true but yeah, I mean, multiple youtube videos too yeah they might yeah. not not necessarily because i mean you, most people cut stuff down for content they don't just stream it the entire time and, and they then post it up like a certain amount of foundation right right like you you're going to know already how to do this um as they're going through it like, like if, how to paint a color or a solid color yeah yeah how, how do you paint a flesh tear? Well, first you get a model and then you get an airbrush and you paint, you and all right, now you've done this Zenithal undercoating and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's, what's let's go what back three years of experience yeah. and try this again. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so the first step of painting a model is to buy a, you know, $200 item and learn how to use it and then, uh, then come back to the video. So, right. You know, it, it it's, it's great. Uh, there are videos that allow you to learn how to use an airbrush, but I mean, really hands-on stuff, just watching it on a video isn't necessarily going to give you everything you need, you know? True. It's um, your pretty good, damn good start though. It, it, it'll give you a decent start, but it's not, it's not the end all be all unless that's the way you learn, unless you learn like that. But it's a lot better than it was. Like I would say yeah. that like technology has improved this by a huge margin. Like just people's, I would say people's fundamentals now compared to where they were so okay so take so take my uh uh like my analysis with like because like with this bit of tint on it i guess like so i worked in a hobby store or have worked like all through college like uh probably six years plus in like working as like a hobby store like uh, assistant manager or uh, just like working the game section Mm -hmm. and so you'd have you'd want to you'd be giving people like advice and so giving people advice from where i was like 
10 years ago or so compared to like what I see people like giving basic quote unquote basic advice now like a 10 minute advice right how to paint a 10 minute huge like that is a huge jump from where it was people's models look on average much better now like I think than they did previously yeah Mm -hmm. you uh assuming that there's a painting requirement right and people care the I'm sorry the people that care about their paint jobs I, I really need all tournaments to just have a painting requirement. I think that would just, be really it, good. I feel it, it really be. takes everything away. But that's... that's. I, mean, really, I think we're almost at the point where we can have like a fancy players tournament. Not of the people, but a, <laughs> no, fancy, I mean, a gentleman's a, tournament a with tournament, painted models. Yeah. I think that would be rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with top, a dress code yeah, and, top and hats, a model requirement. Tails. Oh man, I think I might try and write I'd have that. to find a really big hat. Like you would. Hat. You have yeah. a very big head. It's huge. Yeah. So, funny story. I tried to get top hat for my friend's wedding at men's warehouse and they told me they said sorry uh, we don't sell top hats in your size uh, she's like i'm like what well what where do i get a hat she's like man i don't know but we can get you the smaller <laughs> hat and you could just kind of like pin it to your hair and i'm like what so i can look like mcgilla gorilla in this suit like with a tiny little top hat on my head so you can look like some steampunk goth chick <laughs> oh my god right <laughs> the jauntily placed hat <laughs> Oh man! Uh, real quickly, I want to touch Sorry, on yeah, uh, that was a little bit of a battle reports. Uh, anything that oh, yeah. good nobody, for, for nobody does good bat reps. Um, no one, no, no one, no one. Um, but no battle reports are super helpful for me um, as someone who doesn't play a lot and needs to try and play more. Kind of seeing other people play is super helpful for me because if I can like armchair quarterback their their game, like where the fuck do you move those there? Oh man, you shouldn't have done that. Then then I that, that kind of helps yeah. me uh, kind of improve. Like I I. Yeah, there's a uh, one one guy's bat reps that I watch on a regular, uh, and and I find myself screaming at the monitor multiple times, like, "No, you idiot!" Yeah, listen to Phil's. Uh, <laughs> Who's that? That was a uh, wonderful transition. Sorry, I listen to Phil's battle reports on uh, like on the on the download. Like I set my phone next to my desk and just let it play, so I can just listen. I don't really watch them as much. Oh, dude, I don't even see. It. It's not even on the download for me. I do it on my work computer on the 21 inch <laughs> monitor. Nice, good call, dude. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, some of us have to look like we're being productive. Um, I gave that up like a year ago. The uh, I find, though, for the most part, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I like battle reports okay, but people just make so many bad decisions, it's hard for me sometimes. Well, and the thing is, is, unfortunately, a lot of battle reports just aren't very good. No. You know, and it's, yeah. you know when Phil first started, Phil's, his it, stuff was terrible. Yeah, but, but, they, but, the, but he's, like, I don't know. For the last few years, his reports have been really excellent. So, if you haven't had a chance yet... I would really recommend checking out the Thank you. It's a trap. Um, oh man. But yeah. So yeah. Phil wants to, Phil wants us to pump pump his channel any more than I already do online. Uh, he's gonna have to pay us. So. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, he's the glacial geek. So uh, you can yeah. find him. But we're going to take a quick break here, and then Danny and I will be back to wrap up some more information about technology. Cool. I don't know why I said it like that, but you know. Yeah. Whatever. technological. It's because it is. If you're in the Anchorage area and need your hobby fix, head on down to Tier 1 Cards and Games. Whether it's 40K, X-Wing, Attack Wing, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, War Machine, Age of Sigmar, Malifor, or even Magic, the Gathering kind, not the Siegfried and Royd kind, Tier 1 Cards of Games has the space, the players, and products for you to build your forces and destroy your foes. Not in Alaska? Enjoy our snow, suckers. We've got none. And while you're stuck inside, check out Tier 1's live Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Tier 1 Cards. Streaming ITC format, 40K starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the last Saturday of every month.
And we're back. Well, me and Danny are. Uh, Dave had to run off to a prior engagement. He's going to go yeah. see the 10th Star Wars movie. And I guess we'll talk about it next episode. No, yeah. not really. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. I got to say, there, there's, uh, in a completely 40K related way, uh, I have very little interest in that movie. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go. I've, I'm going into it with zero expectations. How about that? That's that's pretty good. That's that's the way you gotta go. Um, so we're we're gonna just finish up talking about technology. Uh, we just kind of talked about YouTube a little bit. Um, it's another thing it's used for is uh, kind of codex reviews and kind of leaks and things right. coming out. Which is it kind of I know we sit and kind of like look at it and like oh man and like all this information coming out um, and kind of like early news coming. Oh man, it always makes me drool because like the uh, like the the reviewers get their codexes like at least a week early or something or two weeks early I think so mm-hmm. that when they go up for pre order they're allowed to put up their codex review of the of the book and that is always such a cool thing to have now like somebody going over like here's what the Army of Kaznet here's some of the stratagems here's some of the cool rules that kind of stuff always a really good way to increase sales oh yeah when you have an idea of what you're buying or what you're pre ordering mm-hmm. so. And especially with like Smart such cool. a stratagem heavy game that 40k is oh now, God. like I specifically after like looking at one of those videos for the Harlequins book, went out and bought another Death Jester, went out and bought like a Solitaire so I can do like some like weird funky stuff. It totally fuels sales. It does. It does. It's super good. Um, CAD design. Oh, yeah. This is something kind of because I went like was writing down like different ways that technology has affected our gaming and all that other kind of stuff. 99% of the models we have today would be impossible to build 20 years ago. Yeah, so my understanding is is that GW actually purchased some proprietary technology from Lego mm-hmm. in order to... like What, from to, Lego, really? Yeah, to Holy make shit. the 3D modeling software that they use. That mm-hmm. was my understanding. And I, like, don't, don't, don't hold me to that, but that was kind of, that's kind of what I heard down the grapevine. But like, I think that's... It, it makes sense based on the way that they have. Like, I don't know if you've bought a Lego kit in the last 20 years. Uh, I've, I've bought lots of Lego Yeah, me, me too. I buy, okay, buy a lot of Legos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway. Um, it's a $200 <laughs> corner theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, uh, like the way that they have the instructions laid out and the way that they have the new 40K instructions for like how you build your models because it's all show, it shows the model, like the 3D rendered model. Yeah. And they put it together with the little pieces that they have on the sprue. So... Uh, just so much better instructions than there ever has yeah. been. So well, I don't remember who it was. I was talking, I, I was going to mention it earlier, but like when I bought my gargantuan squigath from from Forge World, uh-huh. it comes in that classic Forge World kit of a bunch of blocks of resin and a picture of the completed <laughs> and, and and like a picture of the completed model and then kind of rough arrows to where the things are. Oh um, my god! Apart from a couple of things. Where you're like, well, where the fuck does this go? I remember I made the the orc war boss war biker, and there's like three pieces. I'm like, where the fuck does this go? I'm like, all right, I guess you're done. I'll yeah, I don't. I probably don't need these pieces. It's like a bad mechanic, you know. <laughs> yeah. You throw them in the trash. Uh, but yeah, the quality of models now is just oh. ridiculous. Everything fits together. Like the gaps are so much smaller. Yeah, the like... mold lines are pretty much non-existent in plastic kits here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the one of the guys I follow on Twitter. He's one of the miniature designers. He was originally hired as kind of a, a proof of concept CAD designer. Oh, cool! To show that, like, hey, this is what we can do, and see if this is possible. And then he was hired on as a miniature designer, and kind of one of the first kits he he had out was the Imperial Knight. Oh, wow! So, I mean, like I said, we're we're at a point where we're getting these giant plastic models. Where, like I said, like twenty odd years ago, could you imagine 
having oh like a, a model no. that size out of plastic? Not even close. Nothing like that. Remember like the, the original metal Thunderhawk? Oh my God. Which I really, as a child, really wanted, but also, man, that thing would have killed people. Oh my, it's, it probably, like, not only that, but if you ever left it out in the cold for even an instant. It would just it shatter. Just shatter into a million <laughs> pieces. <laughs> like the T-1000. <laughs> exactly like that. Uh, yeah, we look at, like, if you look at the classic Escher models compared to the new oh Escher models. Oh my god, the detail is so much better. And, like, the way that they've been able to do the hair and the undercuts for some of these things, for some mm-hmm. of these models, by, like, splitting the hair up into, like, five different pieces that all overlay on top of each other and snap into place. So, like, you almost don't need glue, but, like, I mean, you need glue to stick it together, like, a little bit. Yeah. But, like, it just seamlessly links together, like... Oh my god! I I can't yeah I can't yeah. push on enough about the models. And right like now. if you look at it like twenty years ago, you had guys sculpting out of green stuff, um, right? and kind of having that cast, and then that was your model. And we have like things like Ezreal, what was built that way, kind of, and he still used sure. today. Sure, and there's a ton of great models like that, but just like the sheer level of complexity now that goes into oh it, and god. the cat yeah. kits, uh, like GW, their prices are expensive, but they I swear to God have the best plastic models in the world. Yeah, they're I mean they're definitely they're definitely yeah I would I would I would agree with that for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Um, moving on, dice generators. Uh, I'm looking at Dave's notes here that he left, and he just write nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, Dave. I, I don't think Dave is a fan of dice generators. Yeah, no, I think they're gr- so. Uh, some of them are not good, like the random, just the random number generated mm-hmm. ones. Um, but Games Workshop's Battle Dice. Oh man, I love that. It's really good. Yeah. So I haven't ever used it before. But during states, my opponent was playing Tyranids and had big units of Gene Stealers, like 19 Gene Stealers. Mm-hmm. And so the amount of attacks that 19 Gene Stealers actually generate is, it's a lot. Turns Pretty out. Much. It's like what? Almost 80, 90 attacks? Almost 100, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's 76 attacks. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, just being able to put those in and then roll them and then roll, like, my saves and stuff like that just made it go so much faster. So, we were able, we were trying to speed through the last couple of turns. And so, he was putting that stuff in there, no problem, and rolling it super fast. And, like, it was really, really useful. I could really see myself using that when I have to roll a lot of dice all at the same time. What I used to, and what I purchased that for was back in 7th edition when it first came out, the scatter dice generator on it. Oh, that's cool. Is you just stick it next to the model, right? Right, and even no matter how you move your phone um, or whatever you have it on, the line doesn't go away oh, and it doesn't move, and it's from man, one corner awesome. of the screen to the other. And I mean, I just have horrible memories of no, it's it's more this way, oh, no, no, little left, little wow. right. But this one like has a specific, so I can like roll the scatter dice and then put my phone right beside the model. And then scatter kind of exactly in that direction uh, away from that part. And like for that, made it worth it alone. But yeah, their, their dice app is, is very, very good. I think there's still a huge stigma to dice totally, apps. Totally. Um, um, I hope that that goes away pretty soon because they're, they're super useful. Just because of like how easily apps and things can be cheated. Uh, and it's like kind of harder to tell. I, mean, I guess you were lucky when you were using it. You were playing against a friend and you know, someone sure, you played sure. a bunch of lots. So you, you guys aren't really going to try and screw each other over. But I can see how some people, when they're kind of playing a stranger, if he pulls out his phone, like, I want to use this dice app. Yeah, but, like, the first time that he rolls, like, like you know, 80 or 90% successes, like, or maybe the, maybe the second time that that happens, like, and then you're like, oh, well, no, g- get out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just not going to, yeah. Yeah. Um, laser cut MDF I put on here as Ooh, well. Man, terrain. Terrain. Um, and accessories. Yeah. There's like a bajillion terrain companies now. 
made possible through sure. Kickstarter and kind of the ability to purchase at a reasonable price uh, a laser cutting or a laser cutter. Right. Um, I know I have a shitload of laser cut terrain. Yeah, I have, um, a, I have a bunch of ruins that are made out of that stuff, which look really cool. Yeah, and like once you get them kind of painted up, you just spray some texture paint on them. Yeah. They're all good to go. And like our tables now are looking amazing because of the, the cheap availability of terrain. You can buy like a giant condo building for like $70, $80. Right. Um, and it's, you know, looks strange when everything else is wrecked, but it's a beautiful <laughs> giant model on there. Um, let me see. Three. And then, uh, also I'd like to put yeah, up, yeah. um, uh, laser cut MDF for like, uh, display boards and for, oh, yeah. uh, like Trace. Frontline stuff like, like I have a, I have a laser cut board that I, that I got in Vegas. Um, and I'll talk about them a little bit later, maybe. Um, but, uh. Uh, like Frontline just came out with one that's really cool with the yeah. with the inset mats that are the same size as Magic mats. Yeah, I have really one of those awesome. too. So, yeah, they're they're th- that kind of uh, that's kind of a really nice. Tool. When you get over the smell, MDF yeah, they, terrain they is amazing. Like, it smells like cancer, like cancer yeah. and death. Three <laughs> uh, D printing. Uh, both of us have experience buying three D printed stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. Um, I buy a lot of stuff. I bought uh, mainly shoulder. Um, pauldron uh, icons i just got some curved ones for some flesh terrors that i want to work on um and uh i was really impressed with them i've never gotten those before Mm -hmm. they're really cool i bought some 3d printed top hats uh for my (laughs) malifo models um but yeah uh otherwise i'm really i'm really excited about uh i'm really excited about getting getting some more of shapeway stuff yeah and that's one of the few videos i actually did for the mob rules youtube channel was i I put like the little imperial fist shoulder pads oh cool or i'm sorry what's it like king's fist or you know like something you know like (laughs) yeah protected um but they fit perfectly on like all the guys and it really adds so much and all i did for mine was because it's white and black i sprayed it white and then i sharpied on black on the raised parts oh smart and it just it it blasted through and i did like 60 guys in like oh that came out wrong that came out wrong i did 60 guys guys. in an hour (laughs) (laughs) oh john no so kickstarter (laughs) yeah you're gonna kickstart that now. I'm gonna kickstart that. Um, I John have does Anchorage. I have a love hate relationship with Kickstarter. Sure. I think I think anybody who's experienced some um, Kickstarter delay could relate to that. For for me, it's more there are companies out there that I feel are abusing Kickstarter. Sure, and using it as a pre-order engine, so they don't have any kind of. I guess financial incentive to succeed. Sure, right? No, you're 100 percent correct. Uh, I don't think that's what it should be used for. I've kickstarted big games. Um, I've kickstarted little tiny terrain projects. Uh, but there's a lot of innovation on Kickstarter. Uh, the one I used a lot was there is dice. Oh fuck, what were they called? Um, they were like tokens inside oh, the, the dice. Mod cubes. Yeah, the mod cubes. And so when I ran in 7th edition, like the turn of the list I ran, it was like, okay, I need to remember who ran, who shot, who used the sure. psychic power, who sure. had this thing. And so I had these mod cube dice where I could change the facings on everything. And then I upgraded it, so I got some X-Wing tokens as well. So instead of carrying this giant fishing case with a bunch of stuff, I just carried 10 dice. Yeah, that's smart. So like I said, there's a lot of great innovation out there. Um, I don't necessarily support companies like Mantic who kind of exclusively released through the Kickstarter platform. Sure. Yeah. Them and Mirrors Miniatures are kind of notorious for doing that kind of stuff. Because um, it seems to me they spend all of their money on a license. Right. And then they use the pre-order money to pay for the game itself. Sure. 
Which is, yeah. But, like, I see, like, well, and I see even Mantic doing that and, and also Mirrors for, like, anytime they have a new line of miniatures come out. Like, not necessarily, like, something they bought for, like, a property or something mm-hmm. like that. But, like, they're like, well, um, we have these new miniatures coming out and we can't, like, pay for the initial, like, molds and castings for all of these. But so here's what they like, look like. we pre-sell a bunch of stuff here. Like, just buy them at a discount right now. And then are these ever going to make it to normal production? Yeah. Like, like, why? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, like I said... Kickstarter, I, I would urge people to go on there and find, because gaming aids, there is a ton of really good quality ones on Kickstarter. And terrain projects. And too. terrain projects. Yeah. There is a ton of terrain on there that's really worth a look. Um, and even new games, like new games, like are uh, like, like like new companies trying to start up to make yeah. stuff. Like some really cool projects. Going I on bought there. a couple of really fun games from Kickstarter I'm going to try and record some sessions of. Oh, cool. Because, it's, man, they're, they're good. There's one called like Fun Employed. Oh yeah, where like you you are there's like a, a game where there's like five or so people. One person is the job interviewer, and okay. then everyone else gets like four different personality cards. Oh, that's that sounds good. And you yeah. have to describe why you need that job <laughs> using your personality cards. Nice, I love it. Yeah, it, it's super good. But yeah, um, I'm getting away from it. Kickstarter is great when used in uh, kind of moderate amounts. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Twitch, kind of the new kid on the block. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some really great potential here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I now, I don't know whether because of 40k's vagaries, like you can make 40k into a true esport. I would like to see us try at least, and I think that trying to like shoehorn it in. Uh, uh, I think Salty John or whatever had a really great article on Frontline about whether or not 40k deserves to be an esport. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it brought up some good points, um, but I just I would like to see us try. I think that it could be something that would be interesting to watch. I know it's two hours and that's a long time to watch a game. Yeah. Um, but I think that for the people who are interested in, it, I think it's a good way to like here watch it. You know, watch the last half of the game or something like that. This could be a really interesting. This could I mean, really interesting. Like you know, a display of tactics and and that kind of stuff. Like it's always good to be able to watch some of these uh like high level play mm-hmm. the other thing that's nice about it is kind of that interactivity part too um sure. something that when i was running the twitch stream for the the gt i was doing after rounds is kind of explaining kind of keys to success for the next round sure so like if like say if danny is looking to advance here he needs to stop his opponent from doing this while also doing this um, and then kind of people would reply to that and kind of build off that and kind of that interactivity is super oh, nice. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, it's nice it, to have an announcer then. In that, in it that really, and like I didn't necessarily like announce, um, but like well, that's, yeah, that, I mean, that's what I would do is kind of explain, okay, this is what happened. Um, Danny would, needs would hosting be a better way. Yeah, I guess hosting okay. would be better. But like I said, like, like for, for your game against Cameron, I was like, right. okay, uh, Danny needs to kill this guy and this guy and needs to make sure that Cameron doesn't move this person here. You know, like, because then this will do this and uh, kind of explaining that out there, I felt was really helpful and it got a lot of kind of good traction. Sure. Uh, rather than kind of just people watching like uh, a game. They felt like, oh, okay. They're, like they were having on a it. chat about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, having a yeah, chat about cool. it there too. And I'll be honest, like, I've only watched a little bit of Twitch streams. Like, I haven't been a part like of a live one very mm-hmm. often. Um, so did we have a lot of people like on the... So you had about 15 to 20. Tier 1's okay. Twitch stream isn't huge. Sure. Um... I've gone, I've chatted on the Warhammer Twitch stream um, cool. because just kind of being sarcastic and making tree jokes. <laughs> there was like, I, I, my favorite memory of like commenting on Twitch was a Warhammer TV stream. It was an Age of Sigmar. Yeah. It was Sylvaneth versus Sylvaneth. Oh, okay. And like 
turn round four there was so many goddamn trees on the table because both players just kept summoning them every turn <laughs> that the chat just devolved into puns about trees um which was good like you know i found Did the really real problem you? yeah it grew yeah, on yeah. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i'm sure his bark is worse than his bite uh but like that kind of interactivity is something that they don't really offer on youtube and they've That's started true they've started to do that a little with like youtube live streams and everything but the twitch interface is like really simple to to interact like that on so that kind of one-on-one and something dave put down here in his notes was that um if you watch like as someone painting a model and is streaming it you can kind of ask them questions as they go oh yeah that's true that's a good idea and kind of be like hey how did you do that and you can look over and be like oh well you know it's just this and this or maybe like show a better angle or, or move something around there so it's it's kind of like a, a live in-person demo or tutorial of how to do something. And uh, Facebook Live has been good for some of the people too. Yeah, like, I didn't even I didn't even think to talk about that. But yeah, this no. is like in a similar vein to Twitch. Yeah, right? yeah, Facebook Live has um, been super good. So like Nick Nanavati, uh, arguably the best 40k player uh, ever, um, has been uh, releasing some Facebook live streams that he does during his tournament that mm-hmm. he's playing in. So he'll like play in an RTT or something like that, and he'll literally live stream like in between rounds like okay i just finished my turn here's what happened and then he'll like show the board here's what i need to happen like and it's 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 good kind of like okay cool i kind of see what i would have to do if i was in this situation or how to combat this particular like kind of army so yeah um stuff yeah what i think would be cool on twitch is like really plush leather chairs and cigar smoking and fancy jackets talking about the lore while someone plays the violin in the background oh man yeah Epic. Epic. That's <laughs> where we're doing um, But that's all we have on technology, or kind of all we could really think about in technology right now. I'm sure there's like a billion more things. Um, if you guys have any more, please let us know. I think my main takeaways and things I use frequently, uh, Facebook groups. I use um, like Battlescribe Excel, and then also YouTube. Yeah, uh, to- I would I would definitely say yeah, Facebook all the time. I use Best Coast Parents all the time. Uh, I use... Uh, I use Excel all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm always looking at new ways to use technology to expand my gaming experience or enhance it, if you will. Yes. Enhance your gaming experience. Enhance. But yeah. If you guys have anything else to use, let us know. Uh, we're going to come right back and we're going to finally talk about those fun, fun clowns. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. (laughs) Fuck like an Egyptian. 
Yeah! Yeah, it's, we're it's, back. It's finally time to, use, Man, I'm to use the music. Oh, okay. So I am so hyped about Harlequins. It's not even funny that I'm even going to turn the music down a little bit. Um, Harlequins came out this week. Uh, the new Codex, the third out of four, possibly six Aldari factions to get a Codex this edition. Six? <laughs> I think there's like six factions total. There's like Craft World, uh, okay. Azerni, Drekarai, Harlequin, Exodite, Corsair. Corsair. Fuck. Um, I don't know. Um, there's Inari. A, yeah, I was uh, Inari. Uh, there you go. Uh, Woo! Yeah. Got it. You got, got him. him. Got him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but this is kind of like the third one. After coming out like last edition in seventh edition with finally having their own book, finally having their own book, which was like, I remember it came out at the time. And I'm like, man, those models look really cool. My buddy Colin was like, oh yeah, but you can't really use them. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Because you could only use them in the formations. Right. Because there was no HQs. Nope. Um, there was no things. There was only like a couple different formations that you could use. Yeah. Just kind of limited it. Um, but now they're back. They have HQs. They have elites. They have troops. Yeah, this edition has been really kind to them. I yeah. think that they're, like, they're a viable army now, which is really great. They're a scary army now. Yeah. Yeah, like 70. You can take like, what, 72 at 2,000 points? You can definitely take that many. Uh, and just kind of run them forward and laugh and charge at things. Right, and that's what they would do because they're, they're clowns. I think my favorite thing <laughs> about the, the lore that I read is kind of how their shimmer suits work. Oh, yeah. Because okay. uh, kind of the descriptions are assuming here is you can't really see them. You ever watch The Flash on, on right. CW? Yeah. You know how Reverse reverse Flash kind of shiver, shimmers? Sure. So, like, you can't really see them? Like that, but, like, lots of color. Like, I feel if you look at a Harlequin with, like, full shimmer suit going, you're going to be physically ill. Right. Just yeah. because of, like, the epilepsy attack from it all. <laughs> right. Yes, it could cause epileptic reactions <laughs> in some viewers. They have to have warning. <laughs> yeah, they have to warning. Warning messages before battle. So for a part of my army, I'll slip my opponent a card before I reveal them. I'll have them under, like, a blanket. Safety blanket. <laughs> <My mom> <laughs> Just have all of your models be like clear plastic with a strobe light through them. Right. <laughs> but I, mean, I thought it was like super cool. Can you imagine yeah. kind of being that guardsman on the line, kind of like sitting, kind of pointing like. And like that prismatic coming? blur. And yeah. Like you're like, oh my Just God. Just like a, a pinky red, bluey blur coming and then like stabbing you in the neck with right. something. Right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. With a, with a, with a shiv that shoots out a monofilament line that scrambles your insides like an egg. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, they're oh, great. Man, they're <laughs> so forty k. Cause like, oh yeah. When I first heard about them, and I'm like, wait, they're just space clowns. Yeah, well, that's dumb. That's kind of what it gets uh, put down to. But in this codex, you get a lot of lore uh, about the Harlequins, enough to keep them like interesting, but not enough to kind of really kind of be like, wow, there's there's nothing there. Uh, you did mention the weapons though, and there is some fantastic yeah. things. And oh, again, man. I think I'm gonna mention like Careless Whisper again. Uh, <laughs> but I think the, the first thing you were talking about there was the, the, the Harlequin's Harlequin kiss. kiss. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what a brutal piece of technology. <laughs> it really is. And I remember playing the game against uh, a Colin when he just wiped me out like the first time I played against Harlequins, like maybe a week after they came out. Okay, sure. And he's like, "Oh, and now the Harlequins kiss," and I'm like, "Stop kissing me!" <laughs> no, so I, bad. you don't have my I consent. Do, I, I do not consent. <laughs> They embrace, they kiss, they caress. It's all very sensual. See, careless whisper. Like yeah, I feel ooh, like, you know, like really during combat, fit. just play that George Michael song. <laughs> um, but the, it's the, got no rhythm, man. It's got oh, no rhythm. I think I even talked about this in an older episode, uh, the Harlequin Kiss, which is like a, a fist needle the size of your face. 
Uh, they stab you in the neck. It shoots out like the warp spider jizz. Yeah. And it yeah. just liquefies your insides. Yep. Just cuts cuts you to pieces from the inside out, leaving you like some kind of a sack of a meat Shit. sack. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's probably poop in there. And you know, the last thing you hear before they die. Yeah, phone interference. <laughs> I was going to do circus you, you music. You got him. You but got, yeah, him. got him. Yeah. Ah, got him. <laughs> you nailed it, dude. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. And if, so, I, if I bothered to edit this, then I would really nail it. Right. right. Um, but then after that, you have the embrace. Right. Which is kind of like a Harlequin Kiss shotgun. <laughs> I mean, no, but really, that's all, what it is. All I can really picture now is, you remember that episode of The Simpsons when Homer made the makeup shotgun for March? And just like blasted <laughs> oh, it in yeah, the face. Yeah, that was great. It's like that. So they die just horribly covered in a um, clown makeup. <laughs> So yeah, so it kind of like when they charge into combat, like right before they hit, they kind of discharge it, and it like again with the warp spider monofilament, like like kind of like envelops their foes and cuts them cuts them into pieces. Yeah, Ooh. like uh, that movie Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah, gross. Uh, continuing the line of no consent, yeah. uh, the Harlequins caress. Yes. Rest. And this, going back to my flash reference, it just kind of lets him like uh, vibrate his hand or it kind of phases his hand out of reality. Right. So he like literally reaches in the chest and kind of pulls out hearts and causes all kinds of damage sure. and shit like that. Caresses the heart, if you will. <laughs> Caresses the heart but not vigorously in, and often. But not in a sensual way. <laughs> well, a, some people in a, find in it a sensual. Ka- in a Kali Ma way. yeah dude oh man i'm all for that temple is great oh temple's so good it's underrated um the the bolas oh man cool weapon like right um so like uh uh yeah just like them throwing like basically what are three plasma grenades tied together by string So, and we, I mean, how many bolas do you see nowadays in 40k? Not enough. That's not what I'm enough. <laughs> like, I feel there should be like call is like developing some imperial equivalent of just three fragonades tried to get tied together with string, <laughs> and in some handing them out to guardsmen, they'd be like, "Here, throw this." Yeah. <laughs> some testing world and some forge somewhere. There's just a bunch of guardsmen like throwing it. Like, oh, why did I get wrapped up in this? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I said. That didn't work. Three plasma grenades and string, but it's horribly, horribly effective. Yeah. Um, And like the Shrieker cannon. Oh, man. Yeah, what a cool piece of equipment. So the Death Jester, by the way, as as a model. So the Shrieker cannon comes kind of standard for your Death Jester, who looks like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. (laughs) Fuck to Farseer. Right, yeah. And then came out, because I I remember I got the model. Crouches down. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of slap squats all over the place, but I I got the model and I have two of them now. But I'm like, are you are you, is this wearing bell bottoms? Yes, yes, <laughs> it's wearing, it is. It's crouching on like this this beautiful elder arc, and it's wearing bell bottoms. I think it has like pointy shoes as well. Yeah, uh, sure and, it does. And then like a big big collar jacket and kind of yeah, yeah like, like a an trench old, coat. Yeah, yeah, like freaking Bowie incarnate. <laughs> but the the shuriken cannon, man, it's a nasty piece of work. So first of all, shuriken cannon in general um, um, fires yeah. like some multi, uh, some like uh, uh, like monomolecular discs uh, that cut you to pieces. Um, but it has a special type of ammunition that it can shoot at you, and it causes you to explode <laughs> in oh. a bio blast. I don't know what happened there. There you go. I, I started playing the music. Yeah. 
Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> and not only do you die, but you shower your compatriots with bone fragments and shards when you explode, killing some of them too. Uh, and I love that because that is a rule. It's like if you kill a model in a unit, is it something like it does D3 mortal wounds yep. to nearby units as to, well? To, this, to units and models in the same squad. Oh, units and models in the same squad. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, oh. It's oh man, and then there, then of course, because your friend exploded and killed some of his some of his mates, then his friends explode. Well, or, no, I mean, but like aw. they suffer a leadership penalty, right? Yeah, because it's so scary when that happens. Yeah, you don't expect your friend to die so hard that he kills you. In fact, they specifically said you couldn't do that in eighth forty k. So, uh, in uh, in the background, right, the death jesters are supposed to be like these, like they have all this dark humor that they're supposed to have. So, like. Uh, uh, I was reading one of the stories they have in here, and one of the death jesters like shoots a like a guard commander who's like just about to like all the guardsmen are trying to buy the commander time to like get on the shuttle, and the death jester just like blows up the shuttle right as they get onto it, and like or shoots shoots the pilot with a shriek around and causes them to explode and the whole thing <laughs> crash, and then he just starts laughing. It's like oh well that's. That's really nice, isn't it? He's a nice guy. He's just uh, shooting, shooting them, making them explode. I like how he went like the the longest route to kill that commander. Oh yeah, well no, it wouldn't be funny otherwise, <laughs> right? I mean, it's so use that as a tabletop tactic where you're like, why did you shoot him? Why didn't you shoot him? It's like it wouldn't be funny if I yeah. shot him. <laughs> yeah, you got to play in character, John. Oh man, and then there's uh, the rest of kind of the Harlequin weaponry. Kind of is. Eldar weaponry. Yeah, like weaponized rainbows. and Yeah, uh, weaponized rainbows and, and, and mini shurikens. And, and crystal guns. Anyway, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's super good. Uh, but they are, um, much like uh, the Custodes in 40K are glorified janitors. Sure. Um, Harlequins in 40K are glorified librarians. That's true. They guard the black they, library. They guard the black, guard the like, black library. They you know, tell Aramon to keep it down. Right. Um, hey, they, you kids. They send, uh, they send Elfway people their, their bills for their overdue <laughs> books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they make you take like three proofs of your address in order to get a membership. Right. Um, this is going to be lost in a lot of our, of our audience. They don't know what libraries are. <laughs> Um, the Black Library's been around for a long, long time. Uh, in the lore, I think probably since day one, it's like the Eldars... I mean, yeah, been in the webway. It's the repository for all of their information that yeah. they collected over the course of their entire empire. Right, which for, for Aldari is millions upon millions of years of information. So yeah. if they know everything about anyone. And there's a lot of people trying to get in there and kind of use that information for their, their own good. The aforementioned Araman has been trying to get in there for, for tens of thousands of years almost. And, and now that the lore has progressed, he has. Yeah. So he actually stole some books out of there. So who knows what's oh, going to happen with that. That's super cool. He's going to get a strongly worded letter <laughs> from a shadow seer. You did not check these out. You were allowed a maximum of zero books at a time, <laughs> and you took 30. Uh, but yeah, so... so but. They are there, like I said, to protect not only the Black Library and this huge repository of Eldari knowledge, sure. uh, but also the webway. Well, yeah. Uh, well, and you know what? So here's something interesting. Depending on what mask the Harlequin comes from, their priorities are going to be different, which is pretty cool. Huh. So you have some janitors. Yeah, you have some librarians, some some, some janitors, some janitors yeah. in the webway cleaning <laughs> it up. Sure. Right? Got to take out the riffraff. You have some contractor harlequins kind of fixing up walls. And then you have some that are super progressive. Like they go out. Those are the real uh, entrepreneurs, if you will, uh, going out because they hate chaos. Like their number one, their number one enemy is chaos. Like they will kill chaos in any possible opportunity. Um, In general, that's just kind of the way they are. Uh, 
I mean, what with them almost wiping out their entire race? Right, yeah. yeah. It turns out that makes you a little better. <laughs> All it took was one fuck orgy. <laughs> one, one. Em- one galaxy-wide, <laughs> empire-spanning orgy. And they just realized, man, this is just not good. Yeah. Not good. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the different masks have kind of like different things to do. And something that this codex expands on a lot is the different masks. Yeah. I think to a level that hasn't really been touched on before. Right. They cover, um, I think, six main ones, I want to say, uh, as far as rules go. Yeah. So six six of them get actual rules. Um, but then they also cover some other ones as well that don't get rules that you can just make up your own rules for or use some of the rules that exist for the other masks. Um, it looks like they cover like four extra ones, which is yeah. cool. I really like that. Um, I enjoyed the different color schemes and stuff yeah, as well that they they're giving really there. Good. But yeah, there's ones who work with orcs. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they'll fight for anybody. Yeah, and then kind of betray them at the end just right. when, when it's most comedically appropriate. <laughs> Man, their sense of timing, just super good. Can you imagine like like being an orc partnering with a harlequin and just having some side you'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what we're gonna oh, do oh man this is gonna be so funny it was so funny when i make him blow up so hard he blows up his friends sure yeah like, yeah so like midnight sorrow hunts chaos like exclusively around the eye of terror pretty much mm-hmm. um those are kind of like the baseline like those are the way gw has all the harlequins painted up for the most part. so kind of like your ultramarines of the harlequin yeah, empire yeah um and then they have uh, uh, the Veiled Path, which are tricksters. Like, nobody knows a lot about them. And, okay, here's another thing that I like about the way that they wrote the fluff for these guys. They kind of give, like, w- they kind of give some explanation of what they do. But they don't really tell you all the time why they do yeah. it. Like, um, it says here, the Veiled Path, they uh, they told Prince Uriel to actually take the Spear of Twilight. Yeah, Therefore, right? kind of fucking him over pretty hardcore. And those are the ones that uh, revived, helped to revive Gulliman. Yeah, yeah. And they guided Call through the webway to get him there. Right, right. Uh, but it was like, it doesn't tell you why. And it just seems to be that there is like, you're waiting for the punchline. You're like, right, okay, right. You did this, but why? Yeah. But why? Why are you doing like, this? It's, it's funny because when whenever Gulliman's pedometer reaches like 10 million steps, he just explodes. <laughs> or, or just <laughs> it is like what did what did you do? Or it becomes an Eldar or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah he just starts growing like freaking says like the Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> he starts turning did into you just a make new a Santa Eldar. Claus reference. I mean, come I did, on, man, I did. that's pretty good. It's, it's seasonal too. It's a Tim Allen movie. So good though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's the best one. But now I really want to live in a it's world. Not as good as Jingle All the Way. Oh. Well, nothing is, but I want to live in a world where there's a, a 40k book um, where Gulliman is slowly turning into a uh, Eldar or an Eldari, <laughs> and it's treated in the same way that Tim Allen treats turning into Santa. Like it helps him reconnect with his son Marnius Kalgar. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that would be a great yeah, like father yeah, son be a father son team up. Yeah, excellent. Oh, so good. Or maybe like, oh, why aren't you employed at Hollywood? Or like, Rebuke <laughs> Gurleyman is going there, and he has to find his son Marnius Kalgar, the best intercessors. <laughs> but everyone else has taken them all, so he has to keep trying to find more. And he's like, oh, I want these man. reinforcements. <laughs> So he has to jump through so all he has these to hoops. Jump through all his hoops. He has to fight against like Lehman Russ, who wants the same intercessors for the <laughs> space. He's like, wolves. "Why are you a giant wolf now? Right, yeah, what is going on?" <laughs> Man, I, I would watch that movie. Yeah, dude, we got to sit down and write out some yeah, scripts. Yeah, I, think gonna, really, I think we're on to something here. Yeah, 
Uh, oh, we also need to do some Warhammer adventures. Just oh, the, yeah. The side part there. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> uh, Frozen Stars. Tell me about Frozen Stars. So the Frozen Stars are like hyper violent. So they think that like 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 the art of killing is uh, is is super funny. So they uh, they I mean they they just go around and they uh, they try and cause as much damage as they possibly can. They I, also I like this part about them. They also think that. Uh, the Yanari are a joke and that Yanid is not a god. <laughs> so they like they're like, you guys are idiots. Like, I don't know why you would think that. Like that's that's a stupid thing to think. <laughs> they're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Huh? So I also like that they, they describe it as the reckless expansionism of the Tao Empire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's almost like you have like a little barking dog in the corner that started to kind of move out more. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> You left this entire site unguarded now. Just punt him. And then we have the very Christmassy themed color scheme of the green and red Dreaming Shadow. Uh, Now, this is the one with the curtain fall shrieker cannon, right? Yeah. Yes, I believe that is the case. Oh, man. It's so good. These are the guys that you like, right? Yes. I will not be painting them in this jingle all the way scheme. (laughs) They will be blue and yellow like the rest of my stuff. Great color scheme. Thank you, John. (laughs) <laughs> jingle all the, jingle way, all the way scheme um yeah they're dreaming shadow yeah yes yeah and they, so they're super morbid i think they have a lot of death jesters yeah yeah and i i like to think they're like just really like black comedy comedians which they, is which they, is yeah. awesome that's they yeah. just tell a joke be like what goes <laughs> out bang when they die <laughs> i don't know what you why is that cracking me up? I don't even know. It shouldn't. Because <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Saurian Spite um, are all about transport. So they like, um, one of the masks that the Harlequins do, and this is what they kind of, the like, or one of the uh, one of the forms that they do. So mm-hmm. every time Harlequins go to war, they use a different kind of form um, for like, like performance. So the whole battle is a performance to them. So they're like recreating one of the Eldar myths or something like that. So mm-hmm. the Soaring Spite takes the idea of like never touching the ground to the extreme. So their whole deal is like when they when they attack, like they jump out of transports on top of the enemy and like break their necks and like stab them in the face and then jump back onto their transport as it flies by. So I, they're like on the shoulders of the enemies. I really want, because I forgot that it was all like a performance to them. And they mentioned that in Gathering Storm too about how it was all choreographed and yeah. things. What I really want to see is like a Harlequin raising up his kiss and getting ready to deliver the final blow to the enemy warlord and then be like, line, (laughs) you stab him in the neck. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. stab him in the neck. Oh, man. That that just reminds me of Deadpool 2 that we watched. (laughs) They had a a line like that. Oh, man. That was great. Anyway, you should watch that movie. No, I did. Yeah, everyone should watch that movie. No, that's That's fine. That that was my intent there. Everybody. Okay, everyone should watch watch Deadpool 2. Uh, so Silent Shroud, they're like the mimes of the Harlequin world. Yeah. So, so back in the day, Harlequins had like crappier Harlequins called mimes. Um, really? It's like, yeah, it's like another troop choice. So you had the Harlequin troopers, um, troopers, T-R-O-U-P-E-S, uh, or R-E-S. Um, and then they had mimes, which were like less good Harlequins. They like were inductees, so they couldn't talk or like do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's interesting to see that like maybe they do do like there is like some mimes back in like kind of the fluff um, yeah with these guys and the picture on the page there is like super fucking creepy yeah oh man um, that, mask, that harlequin mask 
is really and like I said, it's they're they're all they're kind of the stealth assault troops here, yeah. and it, it describes how they leave their victims like white haired and in terror. Like they show up like the clown from it and just kind of murder things and go. And of all the different, so uh, I know we're not talking about rules quite yet, but sure, like yeah. the, uh, the silent shroud probably work the best with all the other Eldar factions. Cause you can combine like to make this ridiculously cool leadership bomb army with them. So yeah, I've been looking at dark Eldar. I think you can do some really cool stuff with that. I, I want to do my army of, I do one wound at 13 of your unit is dead now. <laughs> plus D six. <laughs> The best. <laughs> Make that, sure it's a death jester that shoots him and kills that one guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, dance without end. I love all of these names. It sounds like a like a really shitty uh, progressive rock album. Yeah. So the dance without end. These guys live in the webway, and so they're kind of the janitors that we were talking about. So they are like zealous in their guarding of the webway. And it's an even harder job now because since the the was it the Malatorum the, the rift came in. Yeah, uh, that really fucked up the webway too, and that's something right. they mentioned in the book that now everything is getting in because right. all of a sudden there's like giant holes in the webway where where real space used to be. Sure, and like uh, and so yeah, the uh, that happened. I know that um, in the Fabius bio books that have come out, like mm-hmm. he talks about him. He's like got a whole map of the webway now um, that he uses to get from place to place, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it seems like they're letting everybody any any kind of uh, riff raff into the webway. So. The Dance with Hound have really got a big job ahead of them. Um, I'm a big fan of the Twisted Path. These are the guys I was talking about earlier who kind of, they work with orcs and xenos and all that oh, other kind yeah, of things. Oh, yeah, 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 these guys. <laughs> but they kind of do it in a way that ends up getting their allies horribly killed quickly. And they kind of use them as shields. Like, kind of like, I, I can imagine like the, the, the troops sitting there being like, oh, man. I bet you guys couldn't run at that army as fast as you can. And Orcs being like, fuck you, we can do that. Yeah. I will do that now. Right. And did you see too that they that they hypnotize the the allies too? Like so that they'll like jump in front of them and stuff like that. (laughs) Oh man. That would be a really cool rule. It'd be like I could have like a a unit of boys just continually jump in front of a solitaire, (laughs) like a two up lookout, sir. Oh, you say that, but then I think about the rules involved in there and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to. No, I just want a thirty five wound solitaire. (laughs) <laughs> we have the shattered mirage again it's is a really bad prog rock album it does they kind of look like that and like as far as the picture goes too um so uh yeah i actually don't remember these guys too much myself um it, oh, okay. it looks yeah. like they're like fate like yeah they've accepted that their race is gonna die and they kind of just that makes it that makes their name make sense actually yeah. too um so yeah uh that, that that's a, that's an interesting take on it kind of like a dark like kind of emo look on like on like the eldar yeah there's like there's nothing we can do so yeah. i guess we'll just you know fight die right. sooner we'll like make like a play about it <laughs> this is my it's a one-man show it's a five-hour performance of just a one-man show <laughs> oh god it's of, the worst it's like community theater life is is bad <laughs> life is the worst oh my god <laughs> oh man like you know full on <laughs> oh the irony is so strong why have you yeah. made a one man show John I don't know I, I really should yeah that's that's gonna be coming next I'm just gonna do a one man podcast where it's <laughs> like one episode of the shattered Mir- like greatest hits of the shattered mirage <laughs> and it would just be like we will all be eaten anyway what's the point 
Oh my god. There is no afterlife. We are appetizers upon the god. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have you been practicing this? No, no, oh, no, no. See, god. this is occasionally I just I'm pretty funny. It's yeah, it's the so, weirdest damn thing. Yeah, no, I had no idea. <laughs> It only took me 76 episodes to get there, um, but, but we're here. Um, speaking of mirth, the Reaper's Mirth, my favorite uh, Blue blue, uh, blue Oyster Cult song. <laughs> that's just, oh man, that's, yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're they're just, uh, they're super cruel. They kill people in like terrible ways just because, again, like I think it's funny. I don't think these guys are, these they're different from the... Uh, uh, from the frozen stars mm-hmm. uh, in that I don't think that they necessarily do it through close combat all the time. It says that they have a higher proportion of dark reapers compared to other uh, yep. masks, which um, makes sense because that could be funny, I guess. They tend to do something in extremes. They tend to do genocide rather than simple murder. Oh, yeah. Okay, so these are the guys, too, that have like unleashed some of the uh, uh, the super uh, powerful like Eldar weapons from the mm-hmm. fall on their opponents because... like It's funny. Yeah, why not explode the sun in a solar system? That'd be cool. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's kind of some of the masks there. What would you say is is your favorite kind of unit from the the Harlequin Codex? I mean, there's there's a few now. I mean, we have our Death Jester Solitaires. They have the the Void Weavers, Star Weavers, Sky Weavers, Basket Weavers, sure. um, <laughs> Shadow Seers. Yeah. Um. So okay. So as far as like my favorite unit from like a fluff perspective or from a gameplay perspective or like it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. So I'm going to break this up into two. From a fluff perspective, I think I like the Shadow Seer the most. Um, I like the way that they kind of guide the warband and uh, uh, I like the look of the model quite a bit. Um, uh, but mo- I more like the look of the Solitaire. The Solitaire from, yeah. the f- from the gameplay and like the actually way it looks on the table is like the coolest model in the range. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the solitaire. I, I love that you can't give it a warlord trait. I right. love that it's just like gameplay wise, it's very fluffy. Oh yeah, and it totally fits it's the way that it should be. Lethal. Like, oh my god, it yeah. moves 12 inches a turn. Um, you can get it within nine inches turn one. Right. It's it's a disgustingly powerful model. Um, it's a sweet and vulnerable, but in the game side as well, or the fluff side as well, it's 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 a really interesting backstory. On totally. Too. Um, yeah, I mean, they traditionally play the part of... They're the only uh, member of the mask that plays the part of Slanesh. So typically, each mask only has one solitaire. Um, and I kind of liken them to, like, an Eldar assassin. So, like, how Imperial yeah. Assassins were in yeah, the day, yeah. like, when they had super high stats and everything else, like, the solitaire is the is the Eldar assassin. The, the sucky thing for the solitaire, though, is because he's he plays Slanesh, he puts his soul out there. So he is... When he dies... He is almost certainly going to be ripped apart by his because he breaks his Slanesh. spirit stone, right? right he doesn't right. have one. He does not have one. So, and he's not protected by the Laughing God, like the other Harlequins are. Yeah, because he's playing a dick. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, the enemy of Circarash <laughs> uh, or whatever. Um, I love the jet bikes. Little no, tandem really, two-person jet bikes. They're, they're so cool. The guy hanging off the back on like the like the little handle that he's holding. Yeah, on. with his little string of grenades <laughs> around there. Um, it's a great range, and I think it, it benefits a lot by being kind of a fully fleshed out range now, which is weird because there's no new models. No, it's all the same models as before. Right. 
just kind of moving stuff around a couple of slots really helped out. Like a Shadow Seer should never have been an elite choice. Uh, no, it should have always opinion. been an HQ. Um, and the, the addition of a troop master, just just stupid things like that. But it makes it a really nice kind of fleshed out army. And the way the stratagems and the rules work means it's a pretty lethal army. Oh my god! Um, I remember when we first started talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use these four Harlequin guys because they look pretty pretty bad. And then you're like, okay. But what if you just took 72, <laughs> 72 uh, just regular Harlequin troops um, and then just uh, turn one charge to everything? I mean, yeah, you could definitely have done that. Yeah. It's, which is uh, frightening. Yeah, they, they're a frightening standalone army. And I think it goes along to what we were talking about, like I think last time about kind of there's no real codex creep, but there is. Where okay. like every codex that's coming out is a legitimate threat in its own right. Which... Is the way that it should be. Like, mm-hmm. every codex should be something that people should be afraid to face units out of. Now, I don't know that Harlequins are, like, a top-tier army or anything like that, like, right all the way by themselves. But I think that the addition of Harlequins to many other armies is incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I think the jet bikes with the haywire, with the heavy haywire blasters. Which got improved oh tremendously. Yeah, they went from a heavy D3 shots to assault D6. Um, and so with the haywire rule, that means that any to wound rule of, of four or five, they do one mortal wound in addition to their damage or a six, they do D three mortal wounds. So if you combine that up with something like doom from the Eldar range, just getting to reroll failed to wound rolls with them just can like plink a vehicle to death with mortal wounds, like in like, a, like in one volley of shots and pretty much everything in this book got cheaper. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the only thing that got more expensive was the troop master. The troop master went from fifty nine points to seventy points, which is fair because he's still he's still really good and like he's an awesome force multiplier for your army. And I think the only reason he went up in points is because of the stratagem to, to kind of give him re rolls, oh, um, similar to like the yeah, yeah similar to the chapter master kind of thing. You can now make him a great harlequin and kind of expand out his kind of his re rolls of ones and sure. things like that too. So when you kind of take that into account, you really yeah, are it's, not. It's, it's not that surprising. Yeah, it's not a huge trade off, and I think if people are kind of just splashing in harlequins, they're not really going to be taking a troop master. Um, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know you kind of have a take on that there too. No, no, no. Uh, like if I were going to take a battalion of Harlequins, cause I think that's what I'd want to take in general. Um, cause I like battalions. Uh, I think it gives you a better cross section of the army. Um, and I like troop choices that's in fair. general. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to want to take one troop master and one shadow seer in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, if you're going to take like, uh, like you do, like, or you want to take like a Vanguard, yeah. Like the Shadow Seer is a way better choice for you. Yeah. Like it's not even a question. Like yeah. you should definitely take a Shadow Seer and not a Troop Master. Yeah. So like for me, because I was looking at kind of cutting points, because my, my main idea is still kind of uh, plinking things to death with Dire Avengers, distracting with Hemlocks and um, distracting and killing with Hemlocks and uh, uh, a Lynx. But then having these four Harlequin characters just fucking up people's days. Right, right. Just being super annoying. Yeah, like yeah. Just, like, and they're really good at that. They're like a 300-point annoyance. Because I think I told you my tactic with my solitaire is just to run it at things. Yeah. And if it dies, it dies. And If, if you it, deal with it, you do. If it's less than... It's a less than 100-point model. So, like... And it does. It can do some work on stuff, too. I said, there's a relic you give it where if you do it to hit roll of, of one for it in the fight phase... Yeah. On a 2+, you do a mortal wound to that unit. So, if I charge, like my solitaire into like a 30 man unit or a 20 man unit. Right. And you punch at him and you roll like five ones. I've killed five guys pretty much, pretty much yeah. before I've even started swinging. Right. Um, and kind of just, I see kind of a little psychological edge in that as well 
of I feel like playing a game, I would spend a lot of time explaining exactly what the solitaire does. Sure. You know, like you're like, hey, this guy has eight attacks, hits on twos. Um, he has this relic. If you roll a one to hit him, then you do a mortal wound to your unit on a two plus. Right, right. And when you re-roll that, if you roll it into one, it's like two. And I can do this so he can attack again. And kind of doing that little bit of fear because if you load him up, he is just... He's a beast. Oof, he's a beast. Right. And I mean, I never really thought of it before, but that is all, it's an Imperial Assassin. But for Eldar, is like such an apt... I mean, he's like a better Eversor. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't explode when he's done? If you, A better sore, if you will. <laughs> a better sore. <laughs> Uh, it's it, he's just he's just good, yeah. So yeah, eight at- eight attacks, um, hitting on twos. Uh, he's got either a harlequin kiss or a caress that he can use. So he's either strength five minus two AP or strength four uh, minus one with D three damage per hit. So depending on whether you threw him at a character or you threw him at a unit, and I even think like throwing him at a character is a good idea because like mm-hmm. the, even if you don't kill the character and the character swings back on you, a lot of times I mean characters with run four or five attacks take number ones. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be that'll be some brutal mortal wounds back at him. And there's nothing more frustrating as an opponent to damage your own stuff. Totally right. Yeah, Thorn sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, was it last edition of this edition where like if you shot something and he made the save, then he did a mortal wound back at you, or, or oh, a wound back at you. Um, the uh, I, I I don't know. Like I remember Lichgard had those dispersion shields where they could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's people. it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. Yeah. Okay, I guess Perfect. I won't shoot a battle yeah. cannon at those guys because that will suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's a lot. I mean, I don't. There's not enough of a, a, a range difference that you're going to have a huge amount of different builds of Harlequins. Sure. Um, you're either going to have like shitloads of um, troops. Um, you can make it a fast army, or you can make it like a, like a large number of models. I yeah. Feel like, but I mean, even with a large mo- number of models, there's still a fast army. They oh automatically, they automatically, they can advance and charge. Yep. So they're is, they can advance and charge or fall back and charge. Yeah. Which is huge because they can they can uh, they can fall forward e- effectively. Yeah. Like so, they fall out of combat and then recharge something else, like in the back lines. Uh, they can consolidate over models because they have flip belts. They can move over other models. And if you take Frozen Stars, uh, their mask form is you get an additional attack on the charge. So that makes all the normal so, guys five attacks. It makes the, the it makes the solitaire nine. And if you're falling back and charging every combat phase, sure, then that's that's pretty disgusting. Huge. Well, the main faction, uh, the Midnight Sorrow, they get to consolidate six inches, and when they fall back, they get to move an additional d6. So they effectively get to fall back and advance at the same time. And they get to consolidate six inches like over other models. So like the, the like that kind of like play in the movement is going to be so much fun to play with units mm-hmm. like that. So if your base harlequin moves seven, you say eight. eight, eight, and then you say advance four, sure, roughly, and then say you charge eight or seven, sure, and then you wipe out whatever lucky thing you're like seeing. Well, because you're probably going to be able to hop over them six inches because mm-hmm. you consolidate. First. Oh, so you're consolidating six inches. So eight, four, eight, six, and then you wipe them out, and then you consolidate another two d six inches. Uh, no, if you just get another or three. just another three. Yeah. So like three. So that's in one turn you're doing like twenty like twenty seven inches of movement, and that's from a unit that has no buffs. So there's psychic powers that let you move in advance, and and again, uh, is one of them. Um, you can uh, you can spend a command point to auto advance six. Uh, which is really, which is really good with Harlequins. And the Twilight Pathways, it's only Warp Charge six, right? 
which is really low for a psychic power. <laughs> yeah, for a move again, psychic power. That's that's an incredibly powerful. Uh, uh, that's an incredibly powerful power. Um, one of my favorite psychic powers for the army. It's very situational, but Mirror of Minds is such a good troll is power. Is that the dice off power? Yeah. So what happens is both players roll a dice. If the Harlequin <laughs> player roll is equal to or higher than the opponent's, the target suffers a mortal wound, and you repeat until the target's destroyed, or they roll higher. That's awesome. That could you imagine? Being on that end of not being able to beat their dice roll, <laughs> and watching and like your unit slowly just die. die. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty brutal. <laughs> Can you imagine casting I that? Love it though. Casting that on a warlord titan. Oh man, just doing it. Like <laughs> just doing like fifty times or fifty whatever. times or yeah. seventy times in a row. <laughs> just off of this one shitty psychic pile. Like I said, it's warp for seven, um, and the the chance of you beating or equaling and beating them every time is not. 50 times out of 50 but for the sheer troll value of it oh, it's man. hilarious it's super trolly yeah that would that would that would make my day if i could, if i took like even if i took like 10 or 15 wounds off something big like that that would oh, be man. really hilarious yeah or like if you destroyed a tank just by rolling right. dice off of it right right exactly it's the kind of power that you tell stories about for years afterwards like hey remember that time i did fuck you <laughs> Oh, and everybody knows those stories are always the oh, best. Oh, yeah. Those are those are always the best. Um, what are some things that kind of stand out about you, um, about the Harlequin Army's rules, and, and kind of some some neat things? That... So I want to do, like, because I've been kind of bored doing, like, I've, I've done a lot of foot armies this edition, so I want to play a, uh, like, a mechanized army. I want to try that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the Soaring Spite uh, mask are really cool um they get to uh when they are in vehicles um they get to treat all their pistol weapons as assault weapons and they don't take a penalty to hit with for advancing and shooting assault weapons so you can load them up with fusion pistols and fly (laughs) around in their transports like so their transport can fly 22 inches when it advances because auto advances six right (laughs) So you can fly 22 inches and then unload like four or five melta pistols into something. I think that sounds really fun. <laughs> um, and then also like it doesn't affect the bikers with the uh, um, uh, with the uh, the haywire cannon. So yeah. they get to move 22 inches um, and assault because yes. they have uh, rising crescendo as well. Um, and then also fire all their haywire cannons at something and probably blow up a vehicle or something like that. Anyway, I just thought that would be kind of a funny thing. Plus... Uh, the uh, 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 the soaring spite. They have a really cool relic where basically the guy gets like an, like he's like a, he's like mastery of the star weaver, which is their transport mm-hmm. of like its systems. So he gets to like move it an extra six inches when he's inside of it. And if it blows up, it never does any damage to the passengers. They just like they so you're like just running a bunch of fusion pistols up the field, blowing the shit out of stuff, and sure. then kind of chugging away. And if I want to jump out and assault something, Harlequins are still really good at an assault. Yeah. So something I was looking at building around um, was the somber somber sentinels. Okay. Um, they have their special kind of mask form. Is that when they fail a morale test, you only lose one model That's from really the unit. That's really good. Yeah. Which and with that, if you uh, when you remove that model. On a four plus, you get to make a, an attack with him before he dies, uh, and that's and that's anytime a guy dies. Yeah. So even not just running away, but also just like them shooting guys, they still get to shoot and make an attack in close combat too. Yeah. Which is which is huge. So like like for me, like I said, when I've done a bunch of foot dar, but not recently, where I've like switched to kind of other things, like the idea of taking like just seventy two clowns 
and just running them across the field. And anytime you shoot them, they shoot back. Or anytime you punch them, they punch back. Right. Like 50% of the time is a pretty, pretty That's epic, pretty epic option. Um, so I'm thinking of doing something with a lot of somber sentinels of just a bunch of uh, Skyweaver jet bikes. That sounds like And then fun. a bunch of just like guys running across the field. I like that. Yeah. I think that, I think that sounds like a really good time. Yeah. I, uh, I did make a list with uh, uh, three units of 12 guys mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, I want to do uh, hit, uh, Frozen Stars just for the pure offensive power. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also running three units of 20 witches from Dark oh, Eldar man. and like just yeah. making like a horde army uh, and just like running it forward because like you can make the witches all strength four with uh, uh, Cult Com- of the Cursed Blade. Oh, co- oh, yeah. So then you get combat drugs, yeah. right? So, so they can also be strength, strength five. five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or strength six if you spend the stratagem to boost their combat drugs. And just like a wounding marines on threes. Yeah. Tanking guard on twos. Right. Yeah. We're <laughs> just murdering my way through their army. I think that would be fun. <laughs> All the while just happily. <laughs> Man, that would be great if I just played that music whenever I sat up on the table just to get them in the mood. Or like you're just doing like a little clown dance. <laughs> Wear your ICP shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah every time. <laughs> awesome. But- I think on the table, like I said, Harlequins look amazing, uh, model-wise. Yeah. Uh, as an army now, they look so good on the table. And like I said, while they're not necessarily going to be winning every tournament... Um, they're a competitive option, I think. They're a super good option. Um, they are a fun army that's really easy to theme around on the table. Yes. Uh, and the nice thing about Harlequins is they have a legit storyline reason to fight anybody. Right. Which right. is like when I, like we're trying to form narrative campaigns and it was like, oh, these Ultramarines are attacking these Blood Angels. And I'm like, um, it's Why? a horrible training exercise. <laughs> uh, whereas like I said with Harlequins and Eldari in general, you don't really need a reason. They're right. just our Farseer said so or our Spirit Seer said so or we need your soul. What? Yeah. yeah, or yeah, or eventually, I heard sometime that maybe in the future you might kill some Eldar. So let's uh, let's take you down. <laughs> or maybe you'll set foot. You'll, maybe like in the future, in one future, you're gonna go actually get into the Black Library. So sorry, yeah. man. We're sorry, gonna man. kill you while you're a baby. Sorry, Hitler. Oh man. <laughs> would you kiss baby Hitler? Um. Yeah, I would. Harlequin kiss. Yeah. Harlequin kiss. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to cover in Harlequins there? No, man. I right, think we're I'm pretty good. good. All right. We're going to take one last quick break and then we'll be right back to uh, wrap it up. To the objective, my brother. With haste, we must recover the chapter master before the vile Tyranids devour him and all hope for our chapter's future. I fear it is too late, brother, for look on the horizon. An incoming monster heads for our honorable leader. We can still make it. No, brother. There is no hope. He's have gone now. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> oh, man. And we're back. Uh, so, just kind of wrapping up a little here. Um, Danny, you shout-outs. What, what kind of little company do you want to point out here? So, uh, when I was in uh, Vegas for LVO, I picked up a... They were having a deal uh, at, a, at a vendor there um, for army trays. So, it's like a carrying tray for your army that you can carry mm-hmm. between tables. Um, and so that was for Hammerhead Games, and I ended up purchasing some of their other products. I got like a turn counter slash command points counter as well, and some wound counters um, for really for really reasonable price. Um, the tray doesn't break down quite as well as like the one from 
frontline, but it is a little bit less expensive, which is really great. And it was perfect for what for when oh, I needed yeah. it, man. And I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. A lot of people like I, it. I really like the way, like, I have one of the frontline ones, and it's kind of like one big tray section. I right. enjoy how yours has kind of like a separate area for holding dice or yeah, or rulers or things of other, like that. Like, separate subdividers, which are which is really nice. So yeah, uh, big shout out to them. Their products are really nice. They have a lot of really nice uh, tokens and stuff like that as well that you can get that are that are from Laser Cut Wood. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Hammerhead Games. They have a really nice website. I think they're local to California. I, I, I want to say. Sure. Well, so. we said it, so it's true. Yeah. So better move if they're it not. It is now. Um, for Dave, he wanted to talk about RMC Gaming. Uh, RMC Gaming is a company that makes a bunch of 3D printed uh, terrain props and objective markers. And he said pretty much anything else you can think of. Uh, they do vinyl decal services if you oh, want to cool. kind of add some uh, <laughs> king's fists to your car <laughs> um, and, and kind of things. And uh, it seems like they print on demand, so it's a really good place to kind of go check oh, it cool. out. That yeah. sounds awesome. Um, I wanted to do a plug to TT Combat. Uh, there's a company out in England who does... Uh, Laser cuts rain and also kind of some resin features. Oh, cool. uh, a couple years ago, we actually Danny did a 30k battle. Yeah, um, yeah where it was that. like four player versus four player, and it was like oh yeah, thirty thousand points or something stupid like that. Yeah, that was great. We had to defend the imperial throne, which was a toilet. Yeah, yeah. So those toilets I got from TT Combat. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I still have that. So yeah, so what I did as part of that is I made every player a Legion themed toilet, uh, like a porta potty, <laughs> and it's a perfect scale for a Space Marine. It is. Yeah, yeah. They can totally use that. They can- if they had buttholes, which right. I, I don't which think they do. Yeah, they just sew them shut. Yeah, they just sew them shut. It's a thing to do. But it's a great company. They do. Uh, it's like they, reverse human centipede. They have, <laughs> <laughs> they have um, all kinds of uh, terrain. They have a really sweet, like, uh, like three, uh, like kind of monorail setup. They have some, like, oh, man, that's cool. cranes, like a giant crane that I want to kind oh, of do really? a stock card and everything around. Man, uh, a lot of great be stuff such on a there. cool table to oh, see. Oh, yeah, like an like, industrial yard. Yeah. yeah. Like a bunch of containers and stuff. <laughs> a table I've always wanted to make would be like uh, the end of Robocop when they go to the old abandoned uh, refinery. Like That's what I wanted to make. You know, like, and it's all like big buildings and then oh, like the toxic yeah, okay. swamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. The different levels. Yeah, it's, that's that's my dream. That's awesome. That would um, be a cool table. Yeah, but I, I haven't made it yet. But yeah, that's about it. Um, so yeah, for Mob Rules, uh, I guess follow me on Twitter at Mob Rules John. Uh, follow Dave on Twitter at Alpha Devil N A K. Um, be sure to subscribe to our Mob Rules YouTube channel and watch Dave's quality content that he puts out here. We can say for that because sure. he's not here. Yeah, and we don't need to kind of keep his head low. <laughs> we can we can boost him a little bit. <laughs> and then also follow us on Facebook at the Mob Rules Facebook page, uh, where sure. we need to start posting content daily. Yeah, and, well, I need to. Yeah. Well, I can. I can yeah. Help. Yeah. Yeah, damn it, Danny. <laughs> I know I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Um, but yeah, so for, I guess, episode 77 of Mob Rules, uh, I've been John. I've been Dave. Oh, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you're the worst. Get out of here. <laughs> I've been Danny. Um, we'll see you next time. Yep.